Let's see how this goes. Okay. Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. I'm Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And this is episode 53. Now, uh, you're making a face. Just, a, it's how my face lies. Is it, it's, I checked the numbers, right? It's 53. Um, no, you might think it is. According to my title, it's a 29. I got you, dude. I'm going to yeah. check the SoundCloud real quick. Okay. Real click. Real click. It's a quick click. Okay. I just saved time and abbreviated both words into one predominant word. Is this a quick bait? Just click. Okay, so this is weird. Hmm. Uh, it says that our last episode was episode 28. Yeah. Uh, it was about Destiny, which is old news because everyone already th- buried their copies of Destiny 2. Um, what what happened to the episodes in between? Uh, it's been a busy few months, dude. Like, what I, are you talking about? It's, I, I got the footage, man. You it's got all the footage? It's all there. First of all, didn't know you are uh, filming us. <laughs> it's, all, it's all there. Interesting you didn't notify me that I was being filmed. Right. Uh, I've done a lot of things that probably we want to kind of, you know... Mm-hmm. Skim the tapes over. I got the Twitch U camera. You didn't notice me with that? I, the Twitch IRL? You do a lot of things. Yeah. I don't want to ask you about every single fucking thing. So, good? okay. So what you're saying is that these episodes were not uploaded, mm-hmm. including the episode where Hideo Kojima came onto the show and he let us, let us fucking play the first three hours of the canceled Silent Hills. That was good that shit. That was a great day. That was good shit. That was a good November afternoon. I'm glad that you were... Filming it. <laughs> it's for the Patreon users. It, it'll go up. Because that was some good shit. It was like pre-pre-alpha. Pre-pre-pre-alpha. Pre-pre-pre-pre. that a thing? Um, what about when uh, Shuhei Yoshida yeah. called into the show right. and said that he was a fucking longtime listener, a big fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he told me uh, that I give him a reason to wake up in the morning, and that was really big. That's really sweet, actually. I didn't know he was so sentimental. That was a super big moment. Wasn't it actually the same day that he was like, okay, you can actually change your PSN handle now? Specifically me. He did say, like, (laughs) Kevin, you can do it. And he gave me the the cheat code to do it, which I read on air that was recorded. I forgot it. I didn't write it down. I didn't think to. Because I thought, oh shit, this is being recorded. That's better than writing it down. That's true. So you're saying this shit isn't up? Like we have like fucking like thirty episodes in the can that just are, like are gone. Yeah, my favorite one that never made it was the one where Jeff Kaplan came on and we discussed like new hero ideas with him. Uh, fucking Sharky. Yeah, Sharky. He finally fucking was like, you know what? I see the the merit of this. Sharky, the floating laser shark. He seemed really receptive, and well, yeah, a little angry too. But so, no, it's just. A lot of wasted reels. I'm so sorry. that's just all gone. Yeah, it's all gone. Okay, so that means the last time that we talked about video games was fucking October. Yeah. What? 2017, yeah. Back when I said that Destiny 2 was this evergreen experience that I would never let go of. Right, and then we buried it. <laughs> we buried it. Together. <laughs> Wait, are you kidding me? There, 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 like, there has been at least like four games that have released between October and, and, and fucking, fucking now. There's quite a few March. things have happened. Yeah. We've had studios closed down. We've had yeah, people no step shit. out of positions. People <clears throat> get promoted. It's it's a whole fucking changing people landscape. fucking promoted? How did people follow yeah. the news without us? Neil Druckmann, he, he got promoted uh, from uh, being a director at Naughty Dog to God of All Games. Right. He's the top dog now. Really weird. Really weird. So every game you play, it's going to have his beard grace it. It's going to touch it. I, I am make it better. I'm curious about all that. Like, what him being promoted to VP is going to mean for Naughty Dog and him as a creative director? Like, is he still going to do double duties, or...? I just think they did a beard measuring contest. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, like everyone just, like... I think maybe, like, three people kind of participated, even though there are, there's... I'm sure there's, like, at least 20 people with beards. But they're just like, oh, 
Druckmann's coming out on Monday. Fuck that. Fuck it. We're out. We're out. <laughs> He's got it. It's his. You've seen that fucking thing? It glistens. Why does it glisten? He doesn't put beard oil in there. No, it's in 4K. He showers every day. It just glistens. It's in 4K. It's yeah. got that HDR. <laughs> <laughs> He's mo-capped right now. It's that fucking high tech. Fuck, dude. Right? Druck- he-, he got that Druckmann Pro on your face? <laughs> they should sell that. The Druckmann Pro? Yo, that would be the greatest merchandise. Fucking the Druckmann beard. <laughs> Like, it'll still have the Last of Us, like, label on it. <laughs> and the Naughty Dog Pop. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, so, honestly, I'm blanking. I mean, I played a few games in between. Um, we'll keep that short, because we, we could talk about that forever. No, I'm not going to talk about it forever, cool. because literally, I think, I played Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. and you got that for me for Christmas. Yeah. What did uh, you think about it? Uh, it feels like a fan project that got funding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the best I can really give it. Is it fun? Could be. Mm-hmm. It could be fun if it were a better guy. <laughs> if it were a better game. game. Actually, you know, they did make uh, that game more fun. They re-released it, called it Dead by Daylight. Ooh, yeah. That's a oh. deep cut. Oh, is that a deep cut? <laughs> Deeper than the machete going in you. I actually got that recently. Did it you really? really well, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it with my money. I think... Your concession was always that it would be more fun to play if you had somebody to play it with, like if I got a cop. Friday the 13th? Yeah. Oh, undoubtedly. It's yeah. stupid just like walking around in the woods by myself. So I played that. Uh, God, what else? Can- I mean, I- we both played Wolfenstein 2. Wolfenstein 2 is there I are. really wanted to play it. I bought really a copy good. for way too much money. And what does that mean? I bought it at full retail price, which is fine. I thought you were about to say, I bought it for $120. <laughs> and it was just the standard edition. It was the last one on the shelf, and I had to fight Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger to grab it. It came with a Nazi. <laughs> it came with a Nazi. Yeah. The one. Uh, that was a hype-ass experience. Like, I've never played a Wolfenstein game, but, like, I think, for the most part, if you, like, beeline the whole story, like, it's a non-stop adrenaline rush. That was a good fucking game. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure its sales were dog shit. Mm-hmm. Which is really disconcerting, but Bethesda's the kind of studio that sometimes they just take a fucking risk on a thing. Yeah. Because they like it. Case in point, Dishonored 2. Like, Dishonored 1, I don't remember, like, fucking doing gangbusters. It was well-received critically. Yeah. And it had, like, kind of a burgeoning cult following. But then part two just kind of solidified, like, oh, no, this is not a thing. (laughs) This is not, sorry. Nobody wants this as a franchise. I don't know why. It just happens. I think some people liked it. I have a copy of it. I still haven't opened it. Um, yeah, what the fuck? I bought you that copy. You did, I really wanted to play it. I bought you that, like, a year ago, dude. Yeah, it was for Christmas, I think, 20... 2016, you got it for Christmas. Listen, let's not bring up old shit, let's bury it, man. Okay, okay, well, fuck. Well, fuck me. I would be interested to see, though, if Wolfenstein 2 did better numbers than Dishonored 2. Uh... I would want to say yes, but I could so. possibly lose that bet. Um, I don't know for for how great that game was. Like I, it <laughs> saddens me that it's lost on people that way. I just, I think it just came out uh, with a glut of other games, and you know, fucking yeah. Call of Duty World War Two came out. So did uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. came Battlefront Two, which was also apparently dog shit. Yeah. Um, didn't play it. No, did didn't not. Play did not feel a a great pull to do that. I cause... think we were talking the last episode. We talked about the whole microtransition. Tra- transaction fiasco micro transcendence <laughs> the whole transcendence of fucking you get enough yay. skins you'll see god and then it happened like that yeah. next week and it, it pulled a lot of people away from the game uh it being buggy and yeah. it's fucking uh level up system being awful was another another reason it's just like it would take forever to unlock things like the normal way mm-hmm. so it almost was like this fucking 
obvious ploy to get you to spend money on the yeah. game more than what you've actually paid, which I I think is inconscionable for games that are full retail. Like if you came at me and were like, hey, "Here's a thirty dollars Star Wars Battlefront 2 I'd be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'll buy whatever stupid yeah. add-on content if I really enjoy the base game." Like you know, even if it's a little limited. In fact, the first game should have been thirty dollars because it felt like they released it half cocked. Yeah. All right, but well, okay, that's fucky, eh? Um, ooh, Evil Within Two got a chance to play that. Mm-hmm. It was actually good. I still subscribe to the first game is an abomination to survival horror, mm-hmm. just because it's just a dated feeling, janky, stupidly written game. Uh, part two, better, still stupidly written. Yeah, but the gameplay is a bit more. Gameplay is a lot more fun. Yeah, you, you get these kind of like closed circuited open world segments where you're sneaking around and fucking busting a cap or breaking the neck of these weird. Are they zombies? Are they crazy? Who knows? Yeah. They're, just, they're, they're evil withiners. They're yeah. within. They're within. Withiners and sinners. So that was good. Um, since October, people like this game called Fortnite for some fucking reason. Okay. Really I, big. I played like 20 minutes of it. It was a lot of like hacking at bushes and building walls. Interesting. And sometimes you'd fight goofy zombies. I don't, I don't, I don't know why it's become like... Is it like a zombie tower defense game? Like what? Not exactly tower defense as much as it is a, a kind of a uh, fortress game, uh, a base building game, if you will. What is a fortress if not a fucking more fleshed out tower? <laughs> I don't know why you're... <laughs> when I think tower defense, yeah. I think of literally those fucking phone games where it's like, you gotta protect your tower from the other army on the other side. It's, it's Okay. Maybe that's actually really similar. <laughs> it's a little similar. Wow, we're, we're trying to split hairs, and I think uh, we're right in the same gray. I, th- well, I like that. Yeah, you like that? Uh, <laughs> I think around that time, too, PUBG finally came to consoles. People love it now even more. Two Xbox One, actually. Xbox One, yeah. Two, X- two Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently it's they had an update, too, that fixed a lot of the shittiness of the initial launch of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, good job. I still haven't played it. Uh, put it on PS4. There's too much dust caked around my Xbox One. Like, I can't get near it, dude. Yeah. Like, it grabs, like, a hand forms around the disk drive and just grabs me. Tries to make me buy a fucking live card. I'm like, no! No, I can't! Your free games are garbage! <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think the only other thing that I played yeah. that was unique was... I keep on saying, um, loudly. That's fine. Audience, count the amount of times I say, um, loudly. And also, forgive me for sounding like I have a sinus infection. I'm getting over a... Uh, sinus infection. Heinous cold I got from the back of Daniel's dick. Uh, it, it, it has been quite the affliction, but I'm, I'm powering through because this episode needed to happen six months after we stopped making it. We couldn't think of a, a more relevant time than right now, six Apropos. months later. All right, give me... Close it out for me. Close it out for me. What do you got? What else have you been playing? The last game that I played uh, before the one that we're going to talk about today, Super Mario Odyssey, man. Right! I yeah. forgot all about that little little hat boy. It was a lot of fun, man. Little hat plumber boy. Oh, 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 little side note. Hmm. Nintendo confirmed that Mario is once again a plumber. <laughs> God damn it. That's it. Like, I never had any doubt that he wasn't. Well, there was some. <laughs> there was some. I forget, like, some manual was just like, oh, yeah, he's not a plumber anymore. He's like a... I don't know. He's like a tennis star. He's a tennis star. He's don't worry fucking, about it. He's like Pele. Don't worry about it. He's <laughs> like, he's that uncle you have that you're not quite sure what he does, but he makes money somehow. Right? <laughs> you always have something nice on Christmas. And your mom I'm... never asks you that. She always tells you not to ask questions about, <laughs> about Uncle Mario. 
in whatever fucking pot he has his fingers in this week. <laughs> right, he'll stick his Koopas on you. If you're what is this? He, is he pushing pills this week? He's going around calling himself Dr. Mario. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, he's racing? He's doing illegal racing? <laughs> he really is kind of like a plumber of all trades, huh? Right. It's fucked up. A plumber of all trades except for plumbing, but we're back to plumbing. <laughs> there you go. That's the front. <laughs> That's the whole front. <laughs> it's his fucking, like, yeah. his front business. Go, like I'm that. sorry. Go on about uh, Odyssey. Uh, I legit haven't played a Super Mario game like that since probably Galaxy 1. And uh, I don't know. I, I think this one gave me more to bite into. It was a lot of fun. Super mm. fun to have your hands on. And it was the third game I bought for my Switch. So, you know, it gave me a reason to dust that off at least. I still am at number one. Yeah, so still I have Breath of the Wild. Um, Coming on a year of the system and you've only bought one game. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you guys stay tuned, though, we have plenty of Nintendo things to dish on. And of the 12 games they've announced, I might pick up like one. For sure, so... At least. Fucking stay tuned, dude. Dude, All right. roll into some news? Let's roll into some goddamn fucking news, guys. Fucking do it. Here we go. News day. It deleted itself. Oh, fuck. Just like the episodes. No, I'm kidding, dude. Let's do it. All right. Number one. Number one. I'm so rusty. It's just my body choked. Like, how do you say one? Whoa. One syllable. Three letters. Go. Number one, Daniel. After using NBA superstar James Harden's skull to display the game's Roman numeral hating logo. That was a run-on sentence, I'm sorry. Activision has confirmed that Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is shipping this year. The long-standing sub-franchise to the long-standing franchise is once again being handled by developer Treyarch, also known as the Better Infinity Ward. Come at me. Fucking come at me. <laughs> He's not Fuck wrong. You. Fuck you. Black Ops 1 is so good. Oh, baby. The sequel's premise and setting have not yet been revealed, but it's a safe and boring bet to make that the game will keep with the near-future backdrop from Blops 2 and 3. What we do know is that Black Ops 4 will be the first Kaludi in several years not to release in November. Black Ops 4, blacker than Ops, is set to drop October 12th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Does this have anything to do with Red Dead Redemption 2's October 26th release date? No. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, probably, actually. Absolutely. What you think? How do you feel, Blops? Um, I mean, I, I knew it was going to happen eventually. The blooper. I, it's, it's weird to me that they didn't retire that franchise and maybe start something new because like how much fucking further down in the future can you go but i feel like they've tried at certain points yeah. where it's just like oh advanced warfare we, we're, it's not modern anymore right? and then like that didn't go anywhere because it's just like okay well that's uh the one call of duty we can get troy baker in with kevin spacey pretend that troy baker's anything near hollywood right <laughs> damn <laughs> i'm kidding i love you troy Troy's, i do he's, he's a gem I do. he's a great he's a fucking he's a gem i would love to have him on the show has, again yeah i would love are you telling me that episode's gone too? <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, dude. Ah, dicks in a bag. If anybody's going to drop the ball, it's going to be me. Gotcha. You didn't play Black Ops 3? No. Or 2. Or 2? No. Oh, then fuck it. Okay, yeah. let me give you a brief uh, uh, kind of rundown of those games. Mm -hmm. Part 2, tenuous ties to Black Ops and, by proxy, World at War. Okay. Has a dumb ending. Also, Avenged Sevenfold shows up in the credits. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really atrocious. Like the Beast and the Harlot, or something like original. I don't know what they play. I don't. I couldn't <laughs> name an Avenged Sevenfold song. I just named one for you. You did. Yeah. Thank you. That's from Back Guitar Hero. Back Country. Back Country. I did it. Yeah. I did it. I did it. <laughs> um, so they showed up. Part three, Avenged Sevenfold does not show up, and that's really the gist of part three. Uh, <laughs> no, three was actually pretty good because it started. It it yanked that whole idea from uh, Destiny to have like 
individual powers based on like your kind of class that you play as. Mm-hmm. So you would like unleash a special in the game, and some of these specials were gnar as fuck. Like one dude had this crazy uh, lightning bolt shit going on. It was great. actually I'm starting to lose my memory of this game as well. But I do remember I enjoyed the online very much. The story was very whatever in that one. In fact, I can't remember much except for the fact that I think somebody from Law & Order was like in it. In bum, the bum. Ca- <laughs> bum, bum. <laughs> uh, but part four, don't know enough about it right now to get anywhere near excited. I really do hope that they kind of like backtrack to a different era because Black Ops 1 was really special and really cool because it was like one of the only Call of Duties to tackle the Vietnam era. It'd be cool if they like tied it back to like Mason and his arc. Mason and his arc? Yeah, they, well, if you play part two, they kind of ended it. He has a kid. Oh. Spoiler. Okay. He has a kid. Damn, what a spoiled game that's fucking five years old. We'll see. That's all I gotta say. We knew another Call of Duty was coming. Yeah. I don't know why we say that. I think the only thing... It's like a guarantee. You fucking, you pay your taxes, you die, and Call of Duty comes comes out. (laughs) Comes out every year. My, Um, My thing is... Other than the cool, like, Black Operatives storyline, which I think I've always liked Black Ops for. Is that what Ops means? Yeah. Jesus What differentiates these games from fucking Advanced Warfare? Or Modern Warfare... Not Modern Warfare, what is it? Um, You mean with them being with the future setting and whatnot? Uh, Infinite Warfare, by the way. Infinite Warfare, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. I don't know is the question! (laughs) Because, like, Infinite Warfare is the one that came after uh, Black Ops 3, and I was Mm -hmm. just like... So this is not the same universe? Right. Like, I don't understand. Like, I get that they're different studios that play here, but they're not the same game? In both of those <laughs> games, played around with the idea of, like, you having kind of, like, a, uh, a mechanized Elysium suit, or whatever the fuck. Okay. Or something similar. So I'm just like, I don't... What, what What is the continuity or the incongruity between these games? What? Why are we using the same fucking set? That's why World War II was so refreshing. Actually, that was also a good game, by the way. Uh, it felt weighted. It had a really cool story. It had Timothy Elephant being an asshole because that's the only ki- type of character you can't play. Mm-hmm. Maybe that wasn't Timothy... No, 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 I'm sorry. It was Josh Jarrell or whatever the fuck from... Oh, yeah, he looks like Timothy from Elephant. We always do this. I always can do this. <laughs> God guy. damn it. But that's as much as I can say. I want to see gameplay or whatever. Yeah. Apparently there's going to be a, like, a reveal around May or something. My one thing is, like, does Treyarch not know how like Roman numerals work? Are they doing a tally thing where they're probably going to well, end it, it on It looks like a tally, doesn't it? Yeah. I, 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 I. Like, no, fuck, fuck off with that, dude. We, we want I, we want, what was it again? Roman numerals? IV? 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 I want IV. My, I think my favorite Reddit meme around it was, like, people were, like, speculating, like, oh my god, it's Black, or Dark Souls 4. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it, it was going to be Black Ops 4. The Maybe they're time. doing it for the little kids, because, like, back when I worked Branding. at a GameStop and GTA 4 came out, kids would come in and be like, hey, can I get Grand Theft Auto IV? And I'm just like... <gasps> Your education. Yeah. <laughs> no, we actually inject it directly into them. That's how they get all the violence streamlined. <laughs> right into their body. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. All right. This one I marked down as 1.5 because I didn't want to change the order of the things that I wrote. Okay. But 1.5. You want another announcement, Daniel? You greedy bitch. Here you go. Ubisoft has announced the Division 2 is in development. Yes. And that's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah, it was literally a logo, and yeah. that was it. No that's gameplay, it. nothing. Ubi says they're saving the meaty details for this year's E3. Not enough info, you greedy little... Okay, the game will run on a beefed-up version of the Snowdrop engine used in the original Division, and Massive Entertainment is back to spearhead development. Accompanied by... Here you go. Ubisoft Anarchy? Ubisoft Bucharest? <laughs> Red Storm? Reflections? And Ubisoft Shanghai? Because you can never have too many cooks. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. I'm, I'm, I think I butch, butchered, I think it's Annecy. Probably. I was <laughs> like, what then, is he trying to say? In Bucharest. 
Bucharest? What do you got Where, for me? Bucharest? Bucharest? Is that in India? Where is that? It sounds like it sounds Bucharest? like India. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm looking right at it. I see. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you couldn't find it. You're like, no, I just can't decipher the. the I words. mean, I feel like Division One was a pretty big hit as far as Tom Clancy games go. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Shade at Tom. He, no, they, he died for our country, they, sir. He did writing novels that, ba, 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 that my father would only ba, half read. Ba, ba. He was a hero. What was was that the Metal Gear Solid? It was it was something patriotic. Something something patriotic. But I've, okay, other than yeah. what uh, Siege yeah. and maybe Wildlands after Division, like those games, did they have they sold like great numbers? I don't know. I think Wildlands actually did pretty yeah. well. Uh, Siege has a weird like long ass tail yeah. as well. No, Tom Clancy games do so, motherfucker, because you get that buzz cut born some bitch who like I don't know probably got kicked out of the military. Is just like I love love these fucking games. This is exactly the, the cover system just like training. Yeah, just like training. <laughs> like uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it has its demographic. It has yeah. people like I think Division was a little more of a crossover hit because like you know when you throw in the whole like kind of a quasi-apocalypse theme going mm-hmm. to it with massive multiplayer online. People are going to pay attention. Yeah, and that I game, dug on it. That game sold like fucking gangbusters out of nowhere. We bought it. We certainly bought it. We certainly enjoyed it for a while. When we beat it... it I was, never finished it, It was actually. pretty much done. I think it had the same problem as Destiny does, where it's like, okay, I'm doing the same content over again, but just mm. trying to get different gear. And I think that's a rough way to go about it. Yeah. Like, you might need to have something a little more, like, sporadic and a little more emergent, a little more... Yeah. In terms of post-game... Yeah, for sure. For sure. Different things going on, because, like, if you're just working through the story missions again, that shit gets grating. Not to get on a off-ramp here, but Monster Hunter World works really well because the core gameplay is very repeatable. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, sure, I'm having the same fight, but you don't know where it's going to go sometimes, you know, when the monster's like, escape your ass. Yeah. Division's like, okay, these guys are going to show up in a room and I'm going to shoot them for yeah. a while. Sometimes they're harder because they're purple difficulty. <laughs> like, that's that's it. I hope they I hope they fix that in part two, but this was a given. Yeah, Part two was going to happen. It was. I, I don't know that I'm looking for anything different from it, but, I mean, if they keep the gameplay intact and put a cool story, yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, I'm down with it. It's cool. I think that's all the words we have for that. Yeah. Ubisoft gets enough uh, advertising. Okay. Number two. Last week saw gaming forums flare up like a rash with speculation after Blizzard tweeted an image of a Diablo-themed light switch. That social media and hill was turned into a veritable mountain range because, of course, Blizzard was hinting at Diablo for the Nintendo Switch. Except Blizzard was quick to smash that hope, stating, We can assure you we're not that clever. Mm-hmm. But here comes Eurogamer the Fuck all those corporate lies up. Eurogamer sources say a port of Diablo 3 is indeed hacking and slashing its way to the Nintendo's hybrid honeypot. It should be noted, however, Diablo 3's expansions, Reaper of Souls, and Rise of the Necromancer were not mentioned in the report. Hmm. Also not mentioned is a release date. And any potential announcement could still be quite a few months out. I think that's good news. You know what the last uh, Blizzard game to show up on a Nintendo console was? Starcraft. Starcraft. Like, forever ago. On the N64. But that wasn't even a port. 18 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just mean to say, like, any, any Blizzard, Blizzard game, game yeah. to show up on a Nintendo console, that was the last that, one. What was any one before that? Uh, Diablo for PS1. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, come okay. on, man. Come on, man. I, I never played it for PS1. No one did. No. But people know about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, <laughs> okay so... Like, it really only is good for, like, video game trivia. Um, okay, so... so I love Diablo. Mm-hmm. I think Diablo translates very well, especially for the on-the-go kind of gameplay, because yeah. it's not like that deeply involving of the game. It's like, I hack and slash and I loot and then I go back to pick. I think it's a perfect pick-up-and-go game, to be honest with you. I don't know that it's a pick-up-and-go game, because I... It's segmented into, like, decently dungeon. short levels and dungeons and whatnot. Like, it's not too bad where it's like, fuck, it's this RPG like The Witcher where I gotta, like, pay okay. attention. No, it's not like that. Like, I feel like it... It's nicely, it nicely kind of could be benefited by the the hybrid nature of the. That's game. true. I think like yeah, the the acts kind of make it a little more digestible with that. Too. Yeah. So you could just be like, all right, I'll knock out a dungeon real quick. I think I just remember my sessions being really long with it every time I did play. So I'm having <laughs> trouble seeing it as like a short experience. Okay. But and I think I understand why. Yeah. You're trying to fill out that map, right? Trying to fill out that. I was map. doing the same yeah. shit. Where it was like, I hate that shit. I hate that it was just like a, a gray blur. I need to see. And I hate that every time I went back to the the map, I had to fucking fill it in all over again. Mm. Please fix that if you do port it. Now I don't think this is necessarily the game that would get uh, Blizzhead's dicks uh, harder than a rock. No, I think that version already came out. No, they want Overwatch for the Switch. That's their whole thing. And, like, Kaplan's already said, like, um, it's not out of the realm of possibility. No. But it's totally unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> that that's I, that seems like a... I think he gave, like, Nintendo a solid pat on the back and, like, said that their technology is interesting, but that was really it. Seriously. Like, <laughs> these these aren't good, like, that's... That's 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 no second date kind of kind of terms that Kaplan's throwing no, around right there. Like, I don't. It was fun, but you know, like that's not gonna work. I don't right. think the current system that the Switch has going on could really support Overwatch. Nope, online's not supposed to launch until September of this year, so it's like, uh, well, they don't even have an online yeah. infrastructure. How does how does Blizzard know what they're working with? Exactly. So okay. I think it's kind of a blind investment, but I mean, Blizzard could blindly invest <laughs> in Nintendo and come out on top. I mean, it is Nintendo. Who? I got a number three on here for you. Universal has announced Jurassic World Alive, an Android and iOS game that allows you to capture and collect dinosaurs using your phone's GPS. Let me spin that one again so it resonates. Mm -hmm. They're making a fucking Pokemon Go for Jurassic Park. That's what I heard. That's what it is. Yeah. The game is being developed by Ludia, a Montreal-based studio that's no stranger, the Chaos Theory, with other mobile forays in the Jurassic Park series such as who cares? You'll never play it. And Life Finds a Gay, an Ian Malcolm dating simulator. Hmm. Those are true games. Holy shit. <laughs> Is that really a thing? Did you just choke on your smoke? A over? little bit. <laughs> it could be a real thing. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> See, I, I, I came into a conflict where it was like, well, the truth is way less interesting. <laughs> it's true. Look, I can write this good bit. Yeah, fuck this. Okay. Anyway, actually, this is pro- that I literally think that Life Finds a Gay is the only reason that I wrote this segment. Because, <laughs> like, I don't think you're interested in the idea of this. No, not at all. at all. Like, I don't need to tell you anymore, but... Could, I, could Life Finds a Gay be the next Dream Daddy? <laughs> I really want it to be. Life. Just a, just a Jeff Goldblum dating sim? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god. Different Goldblooms throughout the different eras. Right? Like the one from a Life Aquatic or <sighs> Brundlefly Goldblum. That'd be a good one. Jesus Christ. Or Earth Girls Are Easy. Like, looks so good. Hey, Universal, we just made a better game than your stupid dinosaur fucking Pokemon Go knockoff. Anyway, I'm going to finish this up. Jurassic World Alive lets you wrangle wild dinosaurs, create new aberrations using hybrid DNA, and even pit your little saurian companions against other players' dinosaurs. All sounding really familiar. The developers even addressed Pokemon Go's biggest fault, making your fat ass go outside. Instead, you can send a little drone to go collect DNA for you. 
The game releases this spring and will likely be forgotten later this spring. Damn. I just wanted... It probably was just Life is life Finds a Gay. I like it. That was a good That's all line. I got. That's okay. all I got for that cool. one. Cool. But I did see that because I was literally like... I think the headline and IGN were just like, uh, Jurassic Park is coming out with a Pokemon Go-like game. And I'm just like... I was like, oh, click? <laughs> what? You got... All right, I'm here. I know. It's probably going to be way dumber to execution. But this one is weird news, Daniel. I got some weird news for you. Okay. Yeah, weird. But I think I think it's gonna percolate you, and that's you haven't percolated me in a while. Well, it's really my aim for this show. Nice. It's not for the listeners' benefit. It's no, no. really to percolate you. Play Dead's atmospheric side scroller Inside is getting a very odd collector's edition. The studio is partnering with I Am Ape It and uh, Real Doll to release a three hundred and seventy-five dollar bundle that includes well, Play Dead won't say. In their own words. We will not tell you what it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe it's what you're thinking. Maybe not. We can confirm that there are several items included, one of which is a PlayStation 4 game disc. The rest is up for speculation. The collector's edition will apparently ship when it's done. If that ambiguity bothers you, Playdead suggests you simply don't order it. Pre-orders are open until June 8th of this year, after which pre-orders will cease forever. Our only hints as to what the edition might contain are the fact that it's surprisingly heavy, so get ready for some shipping tax, and that Real Doll is crafting something for it. If you're unfamiliar with the company, Real Doll makes their fortune manufacturing life-size sex dolls made of silicone and PVC. Oh. Inside features a particularly fleshy character that Real Doll may be attempting to recreate. Don't worry, I'll say it for you. People are going to try to fuck a flesh monster. Probably. Yeah. Wouldn't it be the first time. I would time. say. If you, you, didn't, you didn't play that one, right? No. Okay. If you I to, wanted to. If you got to the ending, I won't spoil it. There's something that is very disgusting that mm-hmm. I think is definitely going to be the thing that Real Doll is creating within this special edition. Really? It's going to be morbid. Okay. And uh, is it worth $375? I didn't really care for Inside all that much, man. No, you didn't have too much to say about no, it. No, I didn't have, like, everyone was like, this is fucking one of the best games in years. I'm just like, I guess, dude. It's it's cool, but it's I don't know. It's a pretty basic game. I kind of want to see what this thing looks like. You want to see what it looks yeah, like? Yeah, because I, I haven't played it. Um, oh, it's a good podcast inside. right there. <laughs> what, what would it be called? Flesh Monster. Uh, uh, I don't even know. It didn't really have a name. Your character didn't have a name. Uh, that's true. This is going to yield a lot of weird results. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Yeah. No. It was a it was a oh. neat distraction of a game, but um, I do like how forthright Play Dead is with the whole like we don't give a fuck, dude. Don't buy this. Yeah. Don't buy this if you don't like what we're telling you. And it's like the mystique that they're adding to this edition almost makes you want it like out of nowhere. I'm just like, well, fuck, I I kind of want to get their weird hidden flesh monster special edition. <laughs> Just to say I have it. Somebody compared the flesh monster to a mutant Katamari. Think the blob meets the human centipede? Correct. Okay, fuck. (laughs) Also, who comes out with a fucking collector's edition, like, way after the game comes out? Way after the game comes out? Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, mean, it's cool. I think it's going to come with Limbo, too. Limbo 2? They made a part 2? Limbo as well. (laughs) Additionally. Additionally. You going to buy it? You got 375? Nah. Okay. We should get one for the house. <laughs> the fucking 
the cat can play with the flesh monster all day. She'll, she'll chew right through it. She'll chew right through that shit, but it, it might chew back. <laughs> That's what it is. I got I got a number five on here for you, buddy. Okay. All right. Fucking Days Gone has been delayed in the 2019. Uh, it's the one about zombies. Uh, sorry, freakers. Okay. And that's all. That's all I wrote for that. That's cool. It. That's all that needs to be said. Saw it coming. Yeah. Um, I forgot it was even coming out in the first place. <laughs> I feel like the uh, the pulse in the room is a little slow mm-hmm. for that title. I think what we saw from it looked neat. Did it look compelling? No. No. No, that's why I'm asking that question. Because it doesn't look compelling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it could be cool. I don't know. The gameplay demonstration that they did at what? It was E3 2016. Year, I think it was 2016. 2016. When they Whichever first... year they announced God of War. Yeah, it was that year. Um, it looked cool, but it didn't look like anything I needed to buy. Because like, I just like the, the post-apocalyptic zombie genre is so oversaturated. So, I don't know. I just think they're diluting their brand a little bit. They have their fucking cornerstone post-apocalyptic zombie-esque game. That's The Last of Us. Yeah. What are you doing? Why... I mean, I, I'm not saying that there isn't room for other experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that Days Gone needs to fucking put its best foot forward and give us a very unique reason to be like, oh, that's not Last of Us at all. Yeah. This is straight up Days Gone. This is, from what I hear, it's a massive open world. You rely on this motorcycle, which could be an interesting kind of mechanic, mm-hmm. you know, mad, very Mad Max style. Like, everything revolved around your the magnum opus, your car in the game. Okay. Um... The, uh, there, there was more zombies and more, like, character models on screen at once than, like, most other games. That really? was pretty impressive. And, like, the zombies did move in that World War Z kind of style. Mm-hmm. All they, unique, very, like, good attention to each one. Pretty much. Like, they just moved like a fucking swarm. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, which is cool. And I haven't really seen a game do that. But at the same time, you have to understand that you're playing to essentially what you're saying. People are desensitized to that genre. Because yeah. video games took that fucking torch and set fire to the village. Mm-hmm. Set fire to the fucking fucking next village. The my, state. My thing is, like, they'd have to have two good things in place. They'd have to have an interesting narrative, one that really right. is unique. And then a good gameplay, like, design or loop to it. Like, I, I, need, I need those two compelling cornerstones to play. Otherwise, I'm not going to be interested. And I'm... Especially if it comes out in 2019, and, like, my, my <coughs> mind's eye is still, like, Last of Us 2 is coming out in 2019, like. So why would you pit, Ooh, that's a good like, point. two Sony don't original titles against each other, if that's the case? Don't do that. Because I don't think Last of Us 2 is going to come out in 2020. Oh, that would be nuts. If <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I, I do feel like, uh, so, so Sony Band is developing it. I, I do think they're cognizant of maybe some of the reception to the game. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they're just like, okay what could have came out this year would have been okay. And that's like, given the bar set by, uh, you know, like games like Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. and not to mention The Last of Us, I'm thinking that maybe Sony kind of was just like, it's okay if you guys take some yeah. extra time. Like, Put just fucking bake this baby, because like, we're, we want to do, we want to push it hard. Yeah, the Sony original titles, like, they, they have such weight to them. That's like, what, that's what it is. Yeah. There's, there's a, uh, Oh, how how would you say? There's kind of a... Uh, a je ne sais pas? Maybe here? Ah, je ne sais quoi. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, no, there there's just kind of a pedigree, I yeah, would okay. say, to like certain first-party Sony titles. Yeah. You know, that we like to ruin with uh, Quantic Dream games for some reason. Like, come on. What the fuck? We, we could put a rest to that. Like, Detroit? 
Nah, dog. I'm not interested. Nah. I know a lot of people are, and that's cool. I'm just not interested. Get out of here with that. Yeah. Until Don embarrasses that studio. And nobody wants to admit it. <sighs> nobody wants to admit it. I'll give you this. I think until Don, probably... Yeah. What? Not nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> I think it was less glitchy and okay. more mechanically sound. Okay. And I think... Okay. In that sense. I, I will say that... um. What's it called? Heavy Rain? Okay. Had a better story. All right. All right. All right. I'm not going to shoot for the, right. the other one. I'm not going to do Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, I'm going to do Beyond Two Souls? I like Beyond Two Souls. Okay. Wait, what's the subtitle for Detroit? Isn't it like Too Human? Detroit, Detroit? Becoming Human. Oh, Becoming Human. Yeah. Gotcha. My favorite is, <laughs> it's, it's the one of Eminem on like the city bus. <laughs> and it just says Detroit Becoming Human like across his face. I did see that. Yeah, it's good. That's a, I'm more interested in playing that game. <laughs> right? Where you like come up in yeah. the burbs as B-Rabbit. Like you have to like oh, survive fun. your household and your dad being gone and your mom being dragged. <laughs> it's becoming a hip hop god. I mean, it's, it, the story is told through quick time events. <laughs> Better not choke. <laughs> you have to like quick time event like rap segments, like do the better verse. Or you got to hold back uh, mom spaghetti by wiggling the joysticks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what, that's what I got from my piece. What do you have, sir? Oh, what do you have over there? On that's that? good. Um, like an iPhone nine and a half. It's a success because um, I'm a traditionalist, <laughs> and a I, little different I, you know, I, I didn't want to get anything too new. Okay. Um, I didn't write any news, but I did actually do a <laughs> little rundown. I didn't do my job, but here we are. <laughs> Whatever. We don't get paid for this. We get paid for this. We don't get paid for this but if you want to pay us so for it you're not getting paid for it oh shit you're getting paid very interesting is that why you have the suite we don't the... have to talk about this okay. uh on air you get paid more than i do you get paid at all if i get paid at all then i get paid more <laughs> okay. than you do yeah, uh, for sure <laughs> that's true yeah. um so this past what day was it i think it was thursday, thursday. last week um thursday the nintendo direct happened march 2018 okay uh big presser of sorts not really um i think i i like the presentation of this nintendo direct more than previous ones because it literally just gave us what i wanted from uh what was it the 2017 one where they kind of danced around into this weird display of like performances and things it's like no just show me games and that's what this one did it was just game after game after game even if it was games i didn't care about like <laughs> which will happen with nintendo yeah yeah but i don't know i thought it was simple it got to the point and anything new that we're gonna need to see it'll probably happen in the treehouse down the line so nintendo direct 2018 uh yoshiaki koizumi hosted it cool cool guy i think he hosted one of the last ones as well i gotta say you nailed that name i did you did i rehearsed well. it beforehand just by listening to a youtube video right actually just the direct video all those all those lost episodes we were really <laughs> practicing our pronunciation of really because yeah. we've done nothing but slaughter them um so it's it's kind of broken up into two categories for the direct um directly 3ds games that are coming out and switch games that are coming out whether announced with a date or in the future so that's all it is don't worry like yeah. the last ps2 game like came out like in fucking 2010 or some shit yeah i think like the last that. ps3 game came out like late last year <laughs> right. i think it was like a so game. 3ds like you, you can get your you can get your swan song if you want yeah so I'm just going to list off some titles here. Yeah. Um, I, I really just did it kind of chronologically the way it was announced. Um, mm -hmm. So we got WarioWare Gold Collection coming for the 3DS August 3rd. It's kind of cool. sick. Sick, bro. Sick. Awesome. Looks cool. Really cool. WarioWare gets me percolated. Does it? Yeah. What's the last one you played? 
Fucking one, liar. The one for the DS. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one for the DS. You're a time the, traveler? The silver collection. Oh, wait, you mean without the three? Yeah, without the three. Wow. Yeah. It's hard to think of a, a world without the 3DS. I think I played one of those. It yeah. was really... It was very... It was very Japanese. <laughs> it's very Japanese, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like WarioWare would be very successful on the Switch. Um, hopefully it comes to it down the line, because I feel like that'd be cool. That seems to be the theme of the 3DS section of uh, Nintendo Direct. This would be very successful on the Switch. <laughs> really? <laughs> huh. uh, next game we got is Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. It what? Is, yeah, it's, it's a weird tower defense game, and you get your little furry amiibos in it. Now, is it like a fortress game, or is it a tower defense game? It's, it's actually a tower defense game. a tower game. defense game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. May 8th. I don't know. May 8th? It comes out of May 8th. Uh, Mario and Luigi's Bowser's Inside Story. Uh, they're doing a re-release 10 years later, after the fact. And they're, I guess, coming out with Bowser Jr.'s Inside Story. It's like a DLC expansion. Wow, I was really wondering about <laughs> Bowser Jr.'s uh, deal. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds pretty cool. That sounds real good. I don't know. So what's the premise of the game? You go inside Bowser and you find out what's like wrong with him, why he's sick. or I, I have no idea, I dude. Sounds I, like an intestinal nightmare, though. I have not... I don't know. I would look at the cover of that game and be like, huh, and then walk away. Like, yeah. I think it. I did it a few times when I worked at GameStop. Okay. Uh, that's that, sad. You don't have to admit that to people. You 2019. That you worked at GameStop. It's yeah. We, we know. They don't They don't need to know that. They don't need to know about the dark times. <laughs> the, the, the only job that I worked where I actually had to pay taxes for. Fuck you. Fuck you, GameStop. <laughs> Fuck you, GameStop. Uh, Detective Pikachu is finally coming out. Oh, shit. Pretty cool. March 23rd. It comes with a very large Pikachu amiibo. Does it really? Really large. Is he wearing like a little hat? He's a little hat, little fucking thing. Oh. A uh, coat. It looks Fuck dope. yeah. Uh, Danny DeVito isn't voicing Pikachu in this one for some reason. I don't know. What? Yeah. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like from my understanding, Danny DeVito is <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Like when I think of him, boom. Didn't they cast him in the movie? Like the movie. Well, not, not Danny DeVito, but they casted who was going to play it. Is yeah. Like someone stupid like Zac Efron or some so, shit? Yeah. I don't even know who it is. It was I heard the news. I was like, "That's wrong." I remember on the table in, in talks for it was at one point Ryan Gosling, and, and then Danny DeVito. It's like how do you go in these opposite directions to voice Pikachu? Although I love that, yeah. I do love that. All right, hang on. I sort of like the idea of him having like this sort of gruff, like grizzled attitude. Like I've seen some shit, Ash. I'm gonna fucking find out what's going on with these Magnemites. I wonder if Nintendo understands that that's what we want from the world. <laughs> Alright, keep on hitting me with those fucking direct well, hits, dude. And that comes out on March 23rd. Uh, next one is Luigi's Mansion Remake for the 3DS. Uh, comes out this year, sometime. And it's coming with a boss rush mode. Hey, gonna stop for a second? Hmm. You did say Luigi's Mansion's coming out for the 3DS. Mm -hmm. And not a system I care about, right? <laughs> it's a remake. Oh, it's a remake? Yeah. But it's on a platform that I don't care about or own. Correct? Listen, I'm still in the correct? 3DS section. It's going to be a lot of shit you don't okay. care about. Maybe even right. when we get into the other stuff, you're not going to care about it. That's You played the original, Yo, right? Ryan Reynolds plays Detective Pikachu. That's what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. I feel good again. There was like a legitimate amount of voice work that went into like that trailer video. I was like, holy shit. I got to tell you, I, just, I don't know. I today started a little rough, uh -huh. and it's ending smooth as ice. A little better. I love it. Sick. I do. Now uh, the other thing is, uh, put fucking Luigi's Mansion on the goddamn Switch. Put its sequel on the goddamn Switch. Put them in together in a collection. You'll have my dollar. That'd be actually a really smart idea. Weird. Hmm. 
Weird how that's what I would pay for. <laughs> like, I think somebody asked, like, so why the fuck are they still making 3DS games? And it's like, because 70 million people fucking own that thing. Yeah. In comparison to what? To, like, the 10 or 12 million? I, I think outside the of the Wii, it's probably, like, their most successful selling console. Even yes. though it's a handheld. But, Correct. Um, Correct. I don't know. It does the numbers. People buy it pretty rapidly. I get it. I do. I just... I bought the Switch because I was like, oh, sweet. It's a console slash handheld. Mm-hmm. It's a hybrid. Wow. Wowie, zowie. Wow. Put games on it. <laughs> I, I, mean, don't think, I don't even think you're going to fucking play it if they put games on it. <laughs> yeah, I won't I'm going to go ahead and say that. Though. Okay. Um, so that concludes right. the 3DS section. Actually, a bit shorter than I thought it was. It sh- as it fucking <laughs> should be. God damn. All right, okay. let's close that like a 3DS would. Yeah, um, For the Switch. I didn't like that, by the way, the the imagery that you just painted. Of closing a 3DS? I didn't like that. Yeah. Something about that just bothers me. Bummer. I'm here to bother you. Okay. We got Kirby Star Allies. You can uh, team up with up to four dream friends, and you can side-school <laughs> fight through different Kirby levels. <laughs> Goes out on March 16th. I, I love that that's, like, the pool that you grab from that <laughs> The four dream, yeah. Like, not much really spoke to me. I was like, dream friends, I like that. I love my dream friends. I think I was a little stoned. I was like, yes. You know what I like about this franchise. <laughs> it comes out on the 16th. Free demo, free demo is available now. Oh, my dream friends, <laughs> you await me in the night. I mean, my favorite dream friend, DTD, is one of the... What? King DTD? DTD what? King DTD. I'm sorry, are you doing like a fucking Mencia joke? No, nobody this? does Mencia jokes anymore. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. Are you sure that's not cool anymore? Nah. Wasn't he revealed to be like a white guy? <laughs> Was he really? <laughs> no, probably not, but that would be crazy, right? Fuck. Fuck, do you Carlos Mencia no, white this whole time? I think his thing was that he was stealing jokes. Oh, yeah, he was definitely And when Dane Cook has to call you out on something, you know you've done something wrong. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> um, Dane Cook, do you know he's actually 65 right now? Isn't that crazy? You're fucking so bullshit. <laughs> his career is cooked. Oh. Oh, I went there. <laughs> um, so for the fourth time in gaming console history... <coughs> Go ahead. We're going to have a remaster of Okami in HD again. <laughs> Fuck. But this time, it's available with touchscreen and Joy-Con support. Okay. (laughs) I mean, okay. This summer. I don't know when. Okami's a great fucking game, and Capcom will not rest. They will not file for bankruptcy until this fucking game is played by as many stupid motherfuckers as possible. Okay? It is Capcom's attempt to be Zelda. (laughs) It didn't didn't go all the way well, (laughs) but it's still a good game. Okay? Fucking play Okami. It's great. It's a great game. I've I own it on two different systems and I've right never beat it. Did you play uh, Did you play Okami on the PS2? No, I didn't play. Oh, okay, that's cool. Did you get it on the PS3? Yeah, a little bit. Played it at my cousin's house. Okay, what about PS4? Yeah, I got it for the what PS4. What about Wii? Oh, yeah, I was on the Wii, wasn't it? What about the Wii version? It's been on so many consoles. What about the PC so. edition? <laughs> I think it came out for Sega. <laughs> what about the fucking Sega Master System edition of Okami, dude? You didn't play that shit? <laughs> no. God damn. There wasn't enough buttons on the goddamn controller. You couldn't beat the game. It was literally the impo- hardest game to beat. Master Quest version. Master Quest. Master Quest. <laughs> All right. Master Quest. My bones are broken. I, I might. I might entertain the idea of getting it for the PS4, but I'm not gonna get it for the Switch. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're disappointing Capcom. I'm sorry. If you don't have to apologize to me, you gotta apologize to Capcom. All right. Well, I'm not going to. They 
have given you every opportunity to play this game. Yeah, well, watch me paint my way out of this scenario. <laughs> bye bye. Like, like you can play fucking uh, Okami on a calculator. <laughs> on a fucking Texas instrument calculator. Oh my, but it has to be a graphing calculator. It's gotta be, absolutely. Okay. Alright, so we got that okay. coming out. Cool. Uh, we also got Sushi Striker The Way of Sushido. Oh, fuck. June 8th. Uh, Octopath Traveler everybody's fucking favorite game that they just can't stop thinking about they uh, can't say they can't stop saying the stupid name <laughs> it's such a dumb name octopath traveler like that's just such a it is an ultra video game. <laughs> i gotta tell you like it sounds like the kind of video game name that like in, in movies they can't use a real license so they have to make up a stupid <laughs> right? fucking game so just an amalgamation yeah. of all the good titles yeah all and- these teenagers are addicted to this new sensation octopath traveler <laughs> like it's the stupidest shit I don't know. They have an announced date for it finally, July 13th, and their big thing was oh. they announced two new classes and two job modes. That's it. Oh shit, job modes? Job modes. Bring back that old Final Fantasy job mode system. Fuck yeah, dude. That's all I've been waiting for. Boom. Jobs in games. <laughs> I'd rather play Job Simulator. <laughs> okay. Cool. All out. We got Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Are those good? I don't know. I know people swear by it, but you know what? I'm going to say this. I don't believe them. <laughs> I don't believe that any of No I, More Heroes games are good. I don't. I like the characters that have come out in terms of like right. design and cosplay, but I don't think anybody's played one. I don't think anyone's actually... They just like the style, right? Yeah. To, to, to wit, no one has played No More Heroes 1, 2, or the third one, for obvious reasons for the third one. <laughs> No, I played one on the PS3. I forget which one it was. I think it was a port of part two where you're supposed to use move controllers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck that. I don't have those yeah. stupid Sony wands. And so I played it on a DualShock and it was Garbo. Okay. And But like, it wasn't just the gameplay that was Garbo. I was just like, everything about this is Garbo. You know what I'm saying? You ever look at a game and you're just like, huh, this has no merit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm getting too old, dude. Maybe. I, I mean, you played that. Was... You played that a long time ago, though. Yeah, I, I feel did. like maybe on the Wii it would have been fun because that's the system okay. I remember seeing it on the right. most. Uh, but I never got it, so oh well. Okay, doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Well, now's your chance. Here's the big one, though, mm-hmm. for coming to the Switch, man. Praise the sun, Dark Souls Remaster. Oh fuck! Biggest announcement of the night. Time to cry on the go, Kevin. Well, wait a second. We already knew that was coming. I know. Oh yeah. Huh. But this time, wait, what? It's coming with an amiibo. Oh, praise the sun! <laughs> yeah, I actually want that amiibo. The Solera Vistera. It yeah. might be the only amiibo I buy, and people are like, "What the fuck is that?" And I was it's, like, oh, "Fuck you!" It's That's a little is. ridiculous looking, but I love it. It's three inches of "fuck you." Ask <laughs> another stupid question. <laughs> That'll be cool. Um, yeah, I played a little bit of the first Dark Souls after three because I still had it like the itch of my blood, and it was fine. Itchy blood, huh? Yeah, that sounds pretty rough. Yeah, I had. I was drinking a lot of dirty Florida water back in the day. <laughs> so it was a whole thing. But I think we're going to get this one. We're going to get Dark Souls for the Switch? I think so. Yo, my buddy's trying to get me to get it for PS4. He's like, don't get it for the Switch. Oh, wait, it's coming out for the PS4 too? Yes, it is. Oh, fuck that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so my thing is... <laughs> I I love how we get, like, people... <laughs> like, Put games on the Switch, and when they do, it's like, okay, well, you don't got trophies, bitch. That's my big thing, and I hate saying that this is, like, a thing that, like, really but it is a thing. guides my experience, but, like, I that's the one social component of online gaming that I like. It's just, like, right. having that merit system, and, like, the Switch doesn't have it, 
And I already have an extensive library of trophies on my PS4. Rather just do it there. You can call it whatever. You, it doesn't have to be trophies or cheat. It could be fucking like Mario hats. Yeah. Or like toadstools. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yo, do you, how many toadstools do you get? You get you get red, green, Four. and silver toadstools. Right. Yeah. There you go. Look yeah. at that. Ready made, Nintendo. Do your job. Come on. Do your job. Reggie. Reggie. We had, we had you on a few weeks ago. Come on. Listen to Reggie. us. Yeah, Listen that didn't to get us. reported out. I know. Okay, what else you got? Um, Mario Tennis Aces. Cool. June 22nd. Pass. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's, all. It, That's all you get. Pass. But it's launching with a pre-launch online tourney mode, Kevin. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays Chain Chomp. Take my fifty nine ninety nine plus tax. Boom. Oh, actually, changing my mind. Fuck you. I actually wrote way too many notes about something that we're not even going to talk about. A fucking... <laughs> you, start, you went into a diatribe about how Mario Strikers is the best sports movie. <laughs> it was actually a review. <laughs> review, yeah. Um, all right. Okay. We got Captain Treasure Tracker. It's a remaster with some levels coming in from Super Mario Odyssey. Okay. People really like that on the Wii U. I think that was like one of the more popular games. Other than, I think, what was it? Donkey Kong Tropic Freeze. Is that coming out for Switch? No, but I feel like that was one of the only other popular right, they're games fucking up. on the Wii U. They're fucking up. I want Donkey Kong on the Switch, dude. I do too. Do it. That's cool. Uh, that one's also coming to 3DS July 13th. Yep. Undertale. It's coming eventually. I feel nothing. Yeah, I don't feel anything. Yep. I know the characters. That's it. It's got a cool cult following and some cool cosplay yeah. based on it and some cool fan art. And I hear the narrative Whatever. is actually kind of, like, humorous. <laughs> okay. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Remaster Trilogy coming July oh, 10th. Oh, shit, son. That's kind of cool. Where's your loyalty at there, Crash? Right? What's... I see you sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, dude. I see sleeping what you with doing. the enemy. see what you're doing. Fucking, you, you got those dollar signs in your <laughs> eyes and you couldn't resist. What happened? But... We put you in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, and this is how you fucking repay? Okay. You want to go play with Mario? You're going to be so, fucking a striker now? That's how you fucking repay Shuhei? <laughs> Fuck are we, we going to fucking now Fuck see... Fuck you, Crash. Are we going to see Crash Bandicoot in the next Smash Brothers? That'd be crazy. Ah, like they would ever come out with another Smash Brothers. Right. Uh, what else we got? Little Nightmares. Yep. Cool. Uh, that would look cool, though, actually. It did look cool. That would look cool. Yeah. I, I like that you get to play... It says you get to play as six. Um, you do that main nightmare mode, but then you get to also play as, like, all the other little kids. Um, that's cool, too. What? Yeah, you get to play through, like, all the other kids. Like, they have, like, nightmare scenarios that <sighs> you play through. Like, they're single. I don't like kids. Yeah, you don't. Like, I really don't like kids, so... That might be, like, a little disconcerting. Hmm. It's like a game if I had to play as a cockroach. Okay. They make me uncomfortable. Like Joe's Apartment, the game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's, like, a PS1 title. Listen, if they made semen, they probably made a Joe's Apartment game. (laughs) (laughs) You can only hope. All right, you don't like that, but you might like this. Good. South Park, Fractured Butthole Truth, coming to the Switch. Oh, that's neat. That's That's a pretty risque game to to have on there. Okay, I gotta point out. I mean... I love... Um, I love that the footage they showed in the Nintendo Direct of it was literally like the characters couldn't speak. No. I was always just like, ah! Or, hello! Gasping and moving from scenario like, to they scenario. They literally could not pull one full sentence from that game to show at a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did notice it. that. That's actually pretty true. I fucking love it. My thing is, this wouldn't be the first time a South Park game has been on the Nintendo because they had <laughs> it was South Park '64 way back in the day. Fucking the best game, best FPS ever made. It was Fucking pretty great. Better than Goldeneye. Yeah, a, a yellow snowball fight with the kids of uh, better South than Goldeneye, Park. right there. Fucking, I'll give you Goldeneye. 
That was quick. Yeah, it was pretty quick. You're a um, sharp-witted boy. Two more things. Yep, three more things. Four more things. I don't know. Fuck that. Higher <laughs> Warriors Definitive Edition. Yes. That's yes. pretty cool. Yes. I liked it when I played it on the 3DS, but I didn't like playing it on the 3DS is what it was. I think if I had a different console or controller setup, it would no. be, like, the ease of play would be better. No, and here it is. Especially for how much you're button mashing. It's like, imagine if, like, um, what are those games you like? The um, Dynasty Wars. Yeah. I, I was trying to remember the other name for it. Um, that you Masu. Always, the, Masu games, yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> that wouldn't play well on, like, a cramped little handheld system. No, I would imagine it doesn't. It just, it hurts In fact, they did come out with a Dynasty Warriors, I think, for, like, the PSP. Yeah. Yes, and it was just like, let's not do this. No. I, no, it was Samurai Warriors. It was like, no, don't do this. So. This hurts. This is going to be one of the reasons I probably end up getting a Pro Controller, because I do want to play it for more long-term settings and actually enjoy it. Right. Um, that's cool. Uh, ARMS. It's all right. ARMS is having a competitive open. I'm sorry. Is arm still a thing for people? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <laughs> the biggest fucking game on the scene right now. In the, in the FGC. Fucking arms. It's like, <laughs> Bigger no. than PUBG. Okay, whatever. Like, I played arms for a little bit, and I was like, oh, this is, like, gimmick the game. Cool. Yeah. Did not really need to go on. I liked it. watching it be played. Like, um, our buddy Trevor of Coconut Arcade, he yeah. used to stream it a bunch, yeah, and did. I liked watching him play it, but I don't think, like, when I played it, I enjoyed it as much as I liked watching I it. I certainly didn't enjoy playing <laughs> yeah. it as, as much as, as it could be uh, viewed, I guess. Well, they're doing a competitive open, finals are on March 31st, whatever. Uh, Splatoon 2, version 3. Say it again. Splatoon 2? Splatoon. 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 <laughs> Splatoon 2. Like Splatoon 2, yeah. Sp- oh, that, didn't, oh. that went elsewhere. Uh, oh, we gotta, we gotta cut the tape. <laughs> so, it's coming with fresh spring looks, new levels, right. and rank X. I don't know what that is. Uh, I honestly think Nintendo takes this yeah, franchise so. way too seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna say that right now. Um, I would agree. I would agree. It's coming with a new expansion and whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out with a single player expansion, and I gotta, I want to point out a few things about this. Mm-hmm. So uh, they didn't immediately reveal uh, what this was, but mm-hmm. we watched a video of this over-sexualized yeah. squid girl walking through, like, uh, or I'm sorry, an octopus girl. Let's, yeah. let's not get hate mail. Right. Uh, fucking walking through a train by herself. And the worst goddamn music yeah. overlay, like it sounded like uh, like a fucking if if Skrillex got a hold of an Alvin and the Chipmunks track, just this weird goofy beat with it was a little weird children sounds. I thought it was like a Gwen Stefani B side for like one of it her was, first solo albums. It was disgusting yeah. to the ears. It was okay? a, little, a little bad. And it's all I can remember. Well, they, they brought back the the Squid it, Doctor from like the original Nintendo Direct about Splatoon two, where it's like here's our fucking highly trained oh, Squid Jesus, Specialist to talk doctor. about the new DLC. It's like <laughs> God damn it, Yoshiaki! Like what the fuck? And they talked about it for like a solid twelve minutes. And I'm just yeah, like, that was like their, their their ringer. It's like this is what you're chosen. Like, like I guess it's to? cool. I played a little bit of Splatoon. It's all right. I guess. I don't know. Mm. I it's fine. It's a fine game. I don't know. Nintendo doesn't have me mystified no more. No, not with that. No more. Uh, son. My favorite tagline. They try and like justify it all. They're like, okay, yeah. since Octo means eight in Latin, twenty eighteen is the year of the squid. And yeah, then, and he did a fucking weird body <laughs> did a weird thing. Body. Yeah. And I was just like, you're not allowed within a thousand feet of most public schools, huh, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Spread out your tentacles. Yep, they can't go in the school zone. No. Why don't you go back We're to tracking. the fucking ink lab, dude? <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I think the most impressive thing those squid kids saw, though, was the reveal of a new Super Smash Brothers game. Oh, shit, son. Yeah. 
A new Super Smash Brothers? New Smash... Is it? It's gotta be it's, Smash 5, It's right? gotta be Smash 5. However, hmm. they did not distinctly state anything beyond it being called Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch. Which has a lot of people thinking, okay, is it a remaster with, like, old characters and old levels? Or, like, a or deluxe what? edition. Like or a deluxe edition. Kart. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be a completely new game. I remember something about the director saying he was working on something new okay. for it. Uh, the director who said that the last Smash Brothers took like a physical toll on yeah. his body. I think his name is Sekiri. He does a lot of the work uh, that a team would do all by himself. So he really pushes himself like right. on the product. Like He takes on all the manpower when he really could delegate it to a team. But when you do something like that, especially on a really ambitious project that the community looks at, you're going to run yourself ragged. And I think he ran himself into some like really bad mental health and physical health issues because of that. Yeah, I, I could see that happening um at the same time it's a game about fucking a monkey wearing a tie mm. beating up plumber brothers right so you know you can you can dial it back a little, a bit. little bit like the game's I, gonna sell regardless it's going to people it had probably the most explosive reaction of anything i've seen in recent years still smash for wii u no, the the smash for the switch, like uh, oh, the, the right, reaction right, right, of people. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, people were going fucking nuts because everyone. That's all anyone's crying about. And yeah. So here's here here's the the camp that I'm playing in. If it's a port with new characters and new features, mm-hmm. it's still gonna sell a shit ton. Yeah, I'll buy it. Okay. If it's a brand new game, it's gonna sell a shit ton. Like it doesn't matter Brothers. either way. Look, I I people just want Smash Brothers for a system that isn't. A trash fire. Right. A fucking plastic trash fire, which was the Wii U. Like, people want to just fucking chuck that thing against the fucking wall, and the only reason they keep it is because, A, they couldn't afford a Switch, so they bought Breath of the Wild for that system. Damn. (laughs) No, you hit it on the head there. Or B, Smash Brothers. (laughs) So. I don't know. It's pretty exciting. Uh, I'll get it. I'll get a Pro Controller, though, if, if I hadn't got one at that point already. Yeah, I think I, yes. I would I would invest for that, for sure. Um, now, as far as character rosters go, mm-hmm. what is... Uh, I mean, I feel like all the standbys are going to be there. There's no way it's going to be like, yeah, well, this one doesn't have Donkey Kong. Like, no, it's yeah. like, like, get the fuck out of here. But, you know, some of the side characters get a little mix and match. Like, is Diddy Kong coming back? That'd be cool. Is fucking Meta Knight coming back? One of my favorites. Is uh, is Sonic coming back? Is Sonic coming back? Like we can finally, we should collect all these some bitches. Crash Bandicoot is is unfaithful, <laughs> so he could be thrown into the game yeah. as you've said. Uh, get Sonic, get Mega Man. There you go. We have the Titans of there the industry fighting each other. We don't have a representation for Xbox, but you know. What you think, Master Chief? That's it. That's that's, that's Smash character that I want the most. Master Chief. Master Chief. I mean, if you could put Solid Snake in a fucking Smash game, you right. could put Master Chief in a Smash game. Right. Just saying. I don't know. It's gonna be tight. I just need my staples. Like I need my Link. I need my Doctor Mario, and I need yep. my Sheik slash Zelda. That's I it. like it. I'll play anybody. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I don't really care. Um, to round out the direct, though, I do oh. want to say some. Uh, yes. I guess first year numbers for the Switch because it. Coming on uh, March 3rd, uh, that marked one year with the Switch. Uh, it hasn't felt like a year with the system for a system no. we barely touched. Um, <laughs> but as of at the end of their fiscal year, um, sales as of January 31st, 2018, <laughs> sit at 14.86 million units, with software sales at 52.57. <laughs> 
that has the Switch already beating out the Wii U's lifetime of 13.56 in just under its first year. Good job, Wii U. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking insane. But also, I feel like they might have marketed this better and pushed it better than they did the Wii U. So. Yep. A lot I would better. say a lot of that played into it. Yep. For sure. And then, as far as the, some of the software numbers, you have Super Mario Odyssey at the top with 9.7 million. Ooh. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 7.33. Good. Uh, Zelda at around 6 million, and Splatoon 2 at 4.9. Fuck. Those are some big numbers for a system that's only been out for a year. So. I like it. That's cool. I, I'm really excited to see this coming year and the years after because I feel like we're still in the early stages. And I'll always say a system is always at its best, maybe like at the latter half of that first section of its lifespan. Right, right. I think I think the the thing that I want to see a little bit less of, as exciting as it is for some people for some reason, like they they're you know, they explode when Diablo three could potentially be coming to the Switch and shit. I'm just like mm-hmm. I actually want to see less of this port business. Yeah. I want them to kind of buckle down and double down on the idea of doing like original IP and original shit First for the stuff, Switch. Yeah. Where it's just like we're gonna take advantage of the system and we're not gonna try to like, you know, take a game and pare it down because like, like yeah. it's a name like Assassin's Creed or whatever. I like, think, no, make some new shit for it. I think the Wii and the Wii U did that enough and it was, it didn't always work out. No, You it got didn't. really cheap inversions of games that did better on their uh, sibling consoles like the fucking PS3 or the Xbox 360 at that right. time. Right, and you know, that's, <clears throat> that's my concern where it's like, yeah. alright, we can put Doom and Wolfenstein on there but it's like, I'm going to want to play those on the PS4 mm-hmm. and the Xbox One where it's like, okay, the fidelity is at, it's at yeah. its best. And on a very technical basis, it has the most content because it has those trophies and shit. Yeah. It has more content than the version available for the Switch. It gives you an interesting sense of replayability. Like, even if you're not playing it for the story, it's like, yeah. you're playing to achieve that, whether it's a trophy or anything. Right. So. so I'm just like, I, you know, make some new shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, so far, all that I own for the system are first party games. Right. Uh, Breath of the Wild, which was, it's a, it's a pretty great game. Um, Super Mario Odyssey is probably my favorite that I've played. And then cool. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I, I think they're just, they're very well done. I think the the time that You're was put well into done. them. Thank you. No problem. You can see it, and it's a good product um, to have in your hands. So, I'd, you're right. I'd rather see less ports and more yep. first-party stuff. For sure. All right. Well, so, we're out of that. Um, we're out of that. Cool. What do you got for me now? I got one more kind of a... Wait, there's more? A topical sort of situation here. This is a real old-fashioned news brew. One of the... What? Nothing. Okay. I didn't say it. I wanted to uh, talk about some uh, kind of current events, okay. essentially. I started to write about it here. I'm, we're going gonna, gonna to take the torch and continue it off script for a little bit. We're going to have a little discussion, mm. but let me just get into the meat of it. In the aftermath of the February 14th mass shooting at a high school in Parkland, Florida, a tragedy that claimed 17 lives... Our president has averted his attention from gun control and is instead scrutinizing violent media. In particular, President Trump has lobbied contempt toward video games. In a meeting held a few days after the shooting, Trump made comments insinuating that violent media may be shaping adolescent minds for the worse. Trump stated, We have to look at the internet because of a lot of bad things are happening to young minds or sorry, I should say, uh, happening to young kids and young minds, and their minds are being formed. And we have to do something about maybe what they're seeing and how they're seeing it, and also video games. I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. 
On Thursday, March 8th, a meeting was held at the White House between the President, a handful of game industry executives, and a group of mm, detractors in order to discuss violence in video games. Though the meeting was not open to the press, attendees were interviewed. The meeting is said to have kicked off with a sort of sizzle reel, cherry-picking gore-laden acts of virtual violence, almost exclusively of the human-on-human variety. The clip is actually available online, and it depicts a range of gun murder, decapitations, and wanton violence from various popular M-rated titles. Trump is said to have commented, This is violent, isn't it? So essentially, of the... uh, uh, some of the attendees of this meeting, we had a one Robert Altman, who is a chairman of the board for, or I should say the CEO of ZeniMax. Uh, ZeniMax actually owns Bethesda. Uh, Let me pull up this article right here. I'm actually, so right now I'm referencing an article that Jason Schreier wrote on Polygon about the whole ordeal. Uh, so we had Robert Altman, and there was also Strauss uh, Zelnick, who is the chief executive of Take-Two. Take-Two owns Rockstar, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, and then we also had Entertainment Software Association head Michael Gallagher. Uh, that's the ESA. If you're unfamiliar with the ESA, they are a huge lobbyist group for video games in mm-hmm. the U.S., and they also uh, run E3 every hmm. year. Yes, so that is their show. It's a big name in video games out there. Uh, what's interesting is uh, the White House initially... Stated that they're going to hold uh, hold this meeting with uh, you know I guess industry figureheads without really announcing who was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And the ESA was one of the first groups to say we were not invited and we are the lobbyist for this group. Yeah, and they sort of made a comment uh, beforehand saying, well, you know, we'll say it if we don't get a chance to participate. But uh, there is basically no evidence or correlation between violent acts and violent video games Mm -hmm. in fact some studies have shown that violent video games can be used as an outlet for some people Mm -hmm. so you know they it's not just like like somebody plays gta and suddenly they're outside and hey i'm gonna run somebody over because fuck that's where i'm at right yeah that's not what's happening uh so we had some detractors to to the situation there uh one of those being melissa henson who is the program director for the parents television council uh, this is what Jason Trier wrote. Henson believes that violent video games are having a negative effect on society. She said that the game industry execs stood their ground at the meeting in asserting that there is no connection between video game violence and real-world violence, something that is broadly borne out by years of research into the matter. And I want to take a moment to say that research has been done mm-hmm. for this i find it interesting that nobody who has conducted one of these studies was, was invited yeah. to this meeting <laughs> i feel like they might have a very astute and measured response to a complicated question or i should say at this point an accusation yeah the accusation being that video games are causing gun violence like there's a direct correlation right so uh and i do want to also point out and this is something that jason schreier also mentions it seems like this whole thing is a farce it's a misdirect essentially to place the emphasis away from groups like the uh national rifle association Mm -hmm. who are very adamant about us keeping our guns in america yeah one of the biggest lobby groups in america right (laughs) And just trying to find a scapegoat, find something that's easy. And this is like, you know, video games are still a burgeoning medium. They're still, 
I, in a lot of ways, in their infancy, you mm-hmm. know, especially the way that we are, you know, express our stories through the art form. Yeah. It's difficult to have that merger between interaction and narrative. And so, you know, to a passerby that walks by and looks at a game like, you know, let's say like Wolfenstein mm-hmm. that's trying to make like some sort of statement about Nazism or, or, or fascism yeah. in general and just sees, oh, you know, fucking people's heads are getting blown off. There's a lot of people violence in this game. Yeah, you know? I even get like that. a game like Call of Duty. You're like, oh, it's just a military simulator. So, <laughs> like at a passing glance, I could see how people could construe that as what it is. It's like, yeah, this for sure. Like my child would play this, and he would shoot up a school or do whatever he would do. And it's like, uh, there's a lot more at play than that. There's a lot more at play, but so for <sighs> me, it's like, okay, so a very tragic, horrible event, and you don't look at causation as far mm-hmm. as okay well what did this person do he shot a bunch of people mm-hmm. how did he get that gun right why was that easy for him to obtain why wouldn't that be something that's stricter in this country right you know it's like i'm trying i'm trying to push you easily into it but what it comes down to is a lot of us have been crying for stricter gun laws for a very long time mm-hmm. and then the very few that want automatic rifles and they're fucking home for protection are the ones that are just like oh well you're fucking uh, going against the constitution trying to tell me that i can't have a right to bear arms and it's like no one's saying you're not doing we're taking you away or you're right yeah we're saying that you probably should have a fucking psych evaluation if you're trying to buy something that can fire like 30 uh 30 fucking bullets in less than a minute no it's worse than that isn't it like 120 bullets <laughs> it's it's quite a bit Shit. In the least, the psychiatric evaluation, and they're just like, no, that goes against my constitutional right. It's like, that is such an outdated constitutional right. Let's let's talk about that in the first place. Like that was right. established in like the what the seventeen hundreds, back when militias would actually assemble, and you had a reason to have guns in your home and at the ready. But it's like we're so far removed from that. Like, why can't we? Especially in a, a, an era where things like this are reoccurring, America being one of the biggest nations for gun violence and mass shootings like why can't we take a measure why can't we amend it amendments get ratified all the time why can't we like right change it a little bit we're not saying we're taking them away it's just like we need to restrict essentially is all and i think there was a there was a a bill in place to basically um restrict the sort of um silencers or like capacity clips that you could have on the gun but then it got like slapped down essentially why would any citizen need a silencer? Right? Oh, it's for hunting. I don't want those birds to hear me. Like, what? The, get the fuck out of here! Why do you need a silencer for like a nine millimeter? Yeah. Like, what are you? What are you trying to do, <laughs> my dude? Like, I don't understand. And it's like, why is? That? I'm sorry. Like, that's the same. First of all, I feel a little removed because mm-hmm. I don't quite understand the infatuation with weaponry that this country has. Yeah, like, people like knives. People like fucking their guns, and I'm just like, I'm not sure what it. Like, yeah, I guess they're powerful symbols and whatnot. Yeah. And but it's like, I, I don't know. The way that I think of it is just like, okay, well, guns cause death instantly. Yeah, like instantly. I've I've never That's a scary thing. It is a scary thing. I've never had that that uh, fervor for guns or firearms or weaponry either. And I'm actually like, I'm a I'm a child of like handgun violence and like my cousin was actually in school the day that like that shooting happened so like i have a very particular stance about 
gun laws and restrictions, and I feel like, yeah, we do need to really step it up a little bit. <laughs> when you said she was in school, she wasn't at that school. She was at that school. Yeah, she actually goes to school in Coral Springs. She was at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas that day. I actually ended up texting um, my older cousin. She's eight years older than me. She went there like 20 years ago, and I was like, hey, like, did you hear what happened at your old like high school? She's like, yeah, Becca was there that day. I was like, Becca, my cousin, she's like 17. They actually just moved down from like Pennsylvania, like when we moved out here in May. Yeah. So they're recently moved to Parkland and she has only been in the school for like um, a few months at that point. Like this is her first school year. She's a senior. One of her friends actually like passed away like as a result of it too. So it's like, I have like a certain feeling attached to it because it's like, okay, that could have been my cousin. Could have been anybody's cousin, you know, could have been anybody right. close to anybody. And it's just the gravity there. It's, it's huge. And I feel it even like when Sandy Hook happened or the Aurora shooting, it's like, I, I felt it then because it's hard not to like feel the empathy and feel like something wrong is happening and nobody's doing anything to stop it. So. Right. <laughs> I, it, it just seems, it just seems untenable. Yeah. It just it doesn't seem like something that we should accept. And what happens is the people that want to keep their fucking guns go look for another reason. They're just like, oh, well, you know, these video games are what's doing it to them. Mm-hmm. It's like, how about gun culture? Yeah. How about proper training courses or maybe what they do in other countries where you actually have to let local enforcement know where you're keeping the gun and it has to be in separate parts. Like you can't have like the clips together with the stock or other parts. Like it has to be in separate cabinets and locked. Right. Like why can't we at least like install something like that? I don't know. There's, there's so many easy answers, but there's just one thing kind of overshadowing it all. It's the NRA. It's the lobbyists. It's the, the lawmakers who... The NRA's hands are in their back pockets and they're funding them and they're not going to do anything about it. No. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like it. And it just seems like we're looking for the wrong reasons every time a, a shooting does happen. And it's mm. like, cool, dude, a shooting happened? Weird. I wonder if guns were kind of involved here. Right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Apparently, uh, fucking GTA is what is what made, uh, you know, Tommy fucking go crazy yeah. and woozy. Like, no, that's, like, get the fuck out of here with that. This isn't the first time, like, the government or officials, elected officials, have tried to blame video games for things like this. Like, look at, uh, like, Columbine back in, like, 99 or, it was 98 or 99, I forget what it was at this point, but, like, they tried to blame um, the shooters, like, their love for games like Doom and Quake on what they did, and it's like... Right. I think those were very unwound individuals who wanted to do what they did. Um, they might have been impressionable one way or another by media. Like, I think at the time they were blaming, like, Marilyn Manson and, like, violent movies. And it's like, yeah, you can blame things like that, but I don't think that's what makes somebody go out and do something like that. I think it's just, like, they want to. There's accessibility to it. They did it. <laughs> right. You got to look at the individual. You got to look at their environment. Yeah. And then it's at that point, it's more about, <laughs> so, okay, somebody who is unstable had a very easy time obtaining something to cause a massive amount of damage and harm to other people. Yeah. How about we cut that fucking chain mm-hmm. instead of saying, ooh, we need to figure out a way to stop kids from playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's called the ESRB, man. These <laughs> things are rated, and it's actually, while it's not a law, it is not permitted in places like GameStop and Walmart to yeah. sell to people it under is the age of 17. Enforced. Like, if I ever, like, when I worked at GameStop, if I sold a game to somebody under the age of 17, I could have lost my job. Right. Correct. Like, you could lose your job for that shit. Yeah. So don't tell me that it's not, like, anything that's instituted. Do you want to make it, like, a law, like cigarettes? Go right ahead. Yeah. It's not any different than what the ESRB has successfully been doing in conjunction with retailers. Mm-hmm. In fact, I applaud 
companies like GameStop for actually fucking sticking yeah. through with I'd that. So that's one of the few things they do right. Right. It's it's just like okay, good, good job, and like, yeah. and then the SRB does such a good fucking job of outlining what content is could be unsuitable for certain age groups. It's just like sometimes it feels like it's a little more to the point than uh, movie ratings are, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, movie ratings have these weird, like, broad, like, fantasy violence. You're yeah. Like, what does that mean? Comic book violence. <laughs> Comic book mischief. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, a video would be like, there's tobacco use in this game. <laughs> there's drug use. There's sexual content of, like, any nature, you know? What are you, what are you looking at? So I, l- I looked it up because I was interested to know when the ESRB kind of came to be and like uh, if there was any 90s. Of, yeah it was 94 I was just Actually, curious after to, Mortal Kombat to see if anything in place like caused that to happen um, Mortal Kombat probably Mortal Kombat yeah <laughs> like it straight up was Mortal Kombat and yeah a few other arcade games that are deemed pretty goddamn violent yeah it, it was in response to the criticism of controversial video games with excessively violent or sexual content so yeah yeah they, they stepped up go. they were told they needed to and I, I think it's been a working measurement for the past 24 years it's been uh it's been going pretty good yeah. and but but like trump <laughs> comes at it as if it's like oh well kids are still getting their hands on these games and it's destroying their minds yeah. and just like well the system has been put in place where that shouldn't happen it really is the discretion of their parents much the same way that they have that discretionary action to say i'm going to take you to see deadpool yeah you know i know it's rated r i've been told it's rated r mm-hmm. You're reminded in previews and posters and your ticket and by the fucking person selling you the ticket, by the way, because they have to tell you, yeah. like, if you look like under a certain age, it's like they either card you or tell you if you have kids, like, hey, this is rated R. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah. Uh, system works, man. It's just up to people. It's true. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I think more people are susceptible to those ideas than others. Right, but it's like, just but, please stop trying to make the argument that it's like, oh, well, like a fucking 12-year-old can walk in and just buy Call of Duty no, or they Grand Theft Auto. They cannot do that. I've literally turned so many kids away, and I've actually laughed about it, because it's like one of the few like high points of the job where it's like, yeah, I actually enjoy turning they people away. They get so pissed they off. They get mad, and I'm just like, cool. I get paid shit. This is fun. Cool, dude. I know you want the fucking game, yeah, but... Come like, back with your parent. Let your parent 17, my dog. Like, it's, it's up to your parents' discretion. Fuck out of here. My thing is... Why blame video games when there are more accessible things like the internet? Why not blame the internet? Right. Like I fucking I hate forums. Incredibly more violent things happening on the internet than I can on my own console some days, but they're not doing that. Yeah, but I think it's like Jason Trier said, like we discussed, it was a diversion. It's you know? diversion uh, tactic right there because what's not going to happen is that they're not going to go to the fucking NRA and be like, hey, here's the fucking legislature. Like, you know, yeah, you guys can't have automatic rifles anymore. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Doesn't make any sense. You're hunting with automatic rifles? How many fucking birds you need to take down at once? Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I just... This is going to blow over again. I like that there is cool heads on the industry side. Yeah. That's able to come out there and wants to go... Like, the ESA literally was just like, where are we if you're having this conversation? Mm-hmm. Not not just, like, hitting the dark like, oh, let's see if it just plays itself out. Like some other conglomerations. Yeah. EA. Dickbags. Well, big for nothing. That's what we used to say back in school. You're big for nothing. Wow. Yeah. About EA. Yeah. They used to have like graffiti on lockers. Right. Big for nothing. <laughs> about EA. <laughs> EA big. Okay. Uh, so, you know. I No, I respect that there are, are heads in certain parts of the industry that wanted to come out and not let fucking 
Trump kind of like vacuously roll over the industry and be like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. It's like, no, you couldn't be any more far removed from what's happening in the video game industry. You're making a blanket statement because you have to say something when there are so many other better things you could have said or done to address the situation. It's tone deaf fucker. We're not even a year in, are we? Uh, Yeah, no, we're like a year. Oh, we got a year in? A year and a few months, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Gotcha. (sighs) Yeah, it's going to be a great ride. I tell you, if... I don't even know at this point. Yeah, I don't even know either. Because you want to say, like, there's no way that this motherfucker is going to get reelected. And I'm just like, well, he got elected in the first place. Yeah, I think the same sort of marginalized people are likely to vote for him again because he's given them a voice, oddly enough. Mm. But I, I gotta say, this is probably one of the most, like, politically active climates I've seen in terms of citizens and people and i like the sort of response nice. that's happening um in these parkland kids like emma gonzalez and these seniors who are probably some of the most well-spoken teenagers i've ever seen in my life like smarter than i remember being at that age and they're leading a movement to fucking change the firearm industry and i think it's awesome i hope they make some headway on it and i hope and it just doesn't like disappear in like a few weeks please do yeah because what's gonna happen is <clears throat> give it a few months another fucking massive shooting's gonna happen Lots of the same questions, mm-hmm. lots of the same blame game is going to occur. And, th- you know, like you were saying, these people are going to be the first ones and be like, we were telling you. Mm-hmm. We stood in front of this. Yeah. We pleaded with you. You did not listen because you don't care. And that's what it feels like. Yeah. That nobody cares. You're going to bl- you're gonna blame fucking video games? That's the best you got right now? Really? That tells me that you just, you do not want to approach the problem because you don't consider it a problem. Because it benefits you as is. It's a money industry. Fuck it's you. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Fuck you. We'll see how that far, how far that goes. For sure. I think it's been going very far for far too long, but I think we're in a sort of climate right now where a lot of change has been happening, mm-hmm. whether online, through people speaking out, or people doing these things. And I think now more than ever, there's a chance for things to happen. Whether it is a little thing like, okay, cool, you can't have this sort of stock barrel on your gun. That's a step forward. That's a step. Yeah. <laughs> That's stuff. You can't carry a silencer. Sorry, Hitman. Boom. It's not going to happen. Or at least, like, doing extensively thorough background checks on mentally ill people. Like, could be a thing to start doing. Yeah. Could be a thing. Yeah. Oh, but my freedom. Man, you're not free. (laughs) No, you're not. People (laughs) are so wound up about these inalienable rights. Like, shut the fuck up, man. Fuck you. Anyway. Video games. Video games. So... What do you got? I don't know, man. It's, a, it's an important topic. I hope it, it sits and simmers and, and people keep talking about it and, and do something. But Stay engaged. That's yeah. all That's all the save room boys have to say to you. Yeah. Now, I want to... We're going we're gonna to cap this baby off. Let's talk about something that's been engaging us. Something that's been engaging us pretty hard. The king of all caps. And I got to tell you. I got to tell you. Tell me. I'm a little surprised that I got into this game. Yeah. It's a little game called The Monster Hunter World. Ugh, a game, game by so much. Capcom. Now, I've never played a Monster Hunter before this game. I haven't either. Nope. No one has. Nope. No. no. <laughs> That's so true. No, so it, it's always had uh, kind of success across the water, especially in its home island nation of Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for some reason, it just never really broke through the other side beyond cult status, mm-hmm. in, especially in the U.S. or in Western markets. This game, for some reason fucking just took off in fact it is sitting at uh right now about 7.5 million in sales and this game came out in end of february 
right? January, end of January. End of January, yeah. just like I said. <laughs> you can just edit, and that would be fine. Uh, it has dethroned the best-selling Capcom game of all time, which is, of course, Resident Evil 5. That was a seller. I'm I'm actually kind of upset that I can't say that like one of the dumbest Resident Evils is like not on top of the food chain anymore. <laughs> like that's that's upsetting. But you know, I mean, if it happen. was gonna get dethroned, I'm I'm happy that you know it was a game like World. So what what is World to you? I mean, not even what it is. What is it to you, Daniel? It has been the ultimate time suck for the last month. It is uh, yep. sitting at now. I think like 150 hours. Yep, that sounds about right. I I wanted to get it. It was around my birthday weekend, and I was talking to everybody about it. And you're like, I don't know, really now. It's like I saw a demo for it, and I don't know if you played the beta. No, uh, I, but I remember I, you I saying them. you saw things about it. You're like, I don't know, I don't really like the idea of like investigating and hunting on monsters, and it just seems like uh, like too much in the combat, whatever. And I'm like. Okay, I'm still interested because, like, I really wanted to get into a Monster Hunter. Entry. I don't think that's what I said. It, it I was. Think I hated the idea of like item management. Is that what it was? Agree that the, the game. It could have been you. It could have been your phone. It could have been Sebastian. We. I was talking to all three of you about it, and you all were like, "No, we don't want it." I'm like, yeah, yeah. All we right, what this? Um, and Dave ended up gifting me with a digital copy. I'm like, cool, sweet. I'm gonna get you into this. Pay for it. I pay for it. You're, Best for thing. You're, you're not one of the seven point five million. No, well, Dave is. Davis. So Davis I got it twice. And Davis at, too. at first I'm like, okay, this is just like hyper injective Japanese video gamery. Uh, the from like the leads to the supplemental <laughs> characters. So all I was like, okay, it's kind of cartoony at times, kind of yeah. weird. But there was something about the world that they dropped you in that made it really engaging. Um, I would say my first five to ten hours weren't all that engaging for me. Uh, yeah, I was intrigued. I just fuck. That's a hell of a lot of time. Ta- like, dude. Well. <laughs> Here five to ten hours. So five to ten hours. Like I was like, engaged? I was like, eh, it's okay. Like I, so I like the idea of basically like you, you're set off into an area. You have to hunt uh, and find like little clues along the way that basically lead you to the bigger trail of the monsters that you basically track down. Whether it's to capture them, slay them, or just hunt them in general. But the first few ones that they have you doing, they're kind of like low level. They were whatever, and I felt like the controls for the weapon layout I had were kind of schlocky. Like I was using right. a sword and a shield, and I was like, "This is weird." I felt really clumsy with it. It didn't feel like I wanted it to feel like I kind of wanted like a Dark Souls monster game, like right. like that. And I really wasn't getting it. And then one day I, go, I jump online with Dave, and it's like the first session we have. He's like, "Hey man, like what are you using?" I was like, "Sword and shield." He's like, "Try this," and I'm like, "All right, whatever." I try out the charge blade, and I think at that point that's where I really started engaging with the combat i really started seeing the dark souls parallels and how strategic you could be and how like really really intense the the fights could be i think because around that time like the scale of the battle started amping up for me like i started seeing turf wars between monsters i started seeing mm. really epic fights and that's what i was like fuck yeah that's when i came in i was like kevin i think you got to get this game you're like why and i'm like i was like i don't know i saw something like i saw something there's something about my play session last night that really resonated with me i was like you gotta get it like, <laughs> you, i just I, I remember you told me like you just turned <laughs> off the playstation and you had a fucking hard on like yeah. you couldn't believe harder than a broth's fucking head dude. right you were just like dude it ripped through some of my denim you could have broke it for parts and i was like the levi's you're like the levi's the, the good levi's right there's a hole through them right now surprised. you can see it. yeah that's <laughs> ooh, i see that snake <laughs> I think there is a really cool experience to be had when you're playing by yourself, but I think it really does open up when you bring it online with friends. I think so too, for sure. Um, so again, never played one before it. Uh, there's a lot of like weird little things to the game, things that you wouldn't think that like are important 
for any reason that they just code into the game that's mm-hmm. just like yeah that kind of makes sense to see that implemented you know the way that certain things react or you know the the vine traps and shit are really cool mm-hmm. like the environmental shit is yeah. really interesting how that works out uh breaking enemies is really cool and especially foraging for like like items and shit that really system cool. in particular the breaking of the enemies i like that there is a physical measurement of that right. with enemies like if say we'll take an anjanath which is kind of like a like a red t-rex motherfucker right you can start hacking at certain body parts and you'll actually see the wear of your weapons on them like yep. the cuts on their legs or if you're going to hack off like a part like it's breakable like whether it's the horn or the tail like you'll see the wear in a point where it's about to break because it like is just colored differently and I think those visual measurements go a long way mm-hmm. in terms of, like, letting you know, like, progress and, like, cool, I'm about to do something big. I don't know. It helps. I haven't really seen that in other games. And just, like, the thrill of the hunt where it's like, okay, you don't know where that monster is when you... Because, like, you get into these semi-open world maps. Like, it's they're not, like, sprawling, but yeah. it's enough, like, room to kind of, like, strut around it. Mm-hmm. And you have to find these little trails, like, tracks, like, footsteps and stuff. And the more you get the easier it is going to be to track this thing because eventually you get these stupid fucking flies. Scout flies. Glowing fruit flies. Yeah. You have them from the beginning, go. actually. Yeah. That, well, I mean, like, when they give you the trail, oh, you yeah. have to actually, like, look for a bunch of clues first, which is a really interesting idea. And then hunt this son of a bitch down. Mm-hmm. And when you fight said son of a bitch, sometimes he doesn't agree with what you're doing <laughs> to him. And he will run from, like, area to area, either to escape you or just get you mm-hmm. into, like, another kind of... Uh, geography that'll fuck you up. Yeah, that's more bit. like advantageous for him. For them. Yeah, which like is really some of the bigger fights with like the Diablos, like they bring you underground yeah. into their lair. It's like okay, it's really close corridors. Like they can do some damage to you. So what happens is you you can have the same fight over and over again, and because of the nature of this game, you will be hunting the same monsters endlessly. Yeah. That's there is what, a real that, grind to the game. Absolute grind to the game, but that's how you get better gear. That's how you get uh, better materials. That's mm. how you keep on. Sometimes you need to kill a creature multiple times. But that's how they keep it interesting. Like yeah. the AI is good enough to like do shit to you or try to get away from you. And like there's patterns you can take advantage yeah. of, but you know, you can run into a situation where it's like, "Fuck, I don't have the right equipment to fight this guy." And so a fight becomes much more uphill than it needs to be mm-hmm. than when it's like, oh shit, it turns out the Switch Axe does work like yeah. pretty well against this guy instead of what I was doing. Or, or this dude's too fast for a great sword, so I can't play that risk-reward game. So it's interesting how you can kind of like tailor your loadout. You can get you can I, get super granular w- with it, by the way, where yeah. people are just like, okay, <clears throat> this has dragon resistance, and this is fire resistance, yep. and these are what I need. For me, I, like, I, I play a more broad scale where it's like, <clears throat> this is strong. That works. Yeah. This is fast. This is not. Like, that's how I'm going to go into a fight. But I like that you ha- you can have that variance. I think there are up to 12 weapons, and it really does create different varied play styles. Especially, like... It really does. It's, it's cool to see it flesh out when you do have up to a group of four people, because that's, like, the max amount of people you can have in a session um, for a mission, that is. But to see different weapons at play, like, you might see somebody out there with an insect glaive or, like, the horn, like, doing buffs or debuffs, and then you have, like, your broadsword guy and then maybe someone with a charge blade. And it's, like... All these different playstyles come together to just fuck up a monster. It's yeah. like it's crazy cool to see it happen. Um, I don't know, man. I haven't quite ever seen a game and play like this. Now the online needs a little bit of work. It does when it when you're fighting when you're in like with a team and whatnot doing your thing. It's it's great. It's perfect. But the whole like I need to create an online session or join another online mm-hmm. session, and then it's like they can go on their own adventures without me knowing. But like or or like I 
Maybe I can join. Oh shit, it's a story mission, so they have to watch cutscenes. They I watch can't all of their cutscenes. Join their mission at all right now? It's the amount of like, times that's held us back from like progressing together. It's like all right, and I'm just like, it really should just be as easy as like my homies online. We're gonna fucking play together. Yeah, but like no one person <laughs> has to send out invites rather than just like joining each other. Or hopefully they joined our squad session. I think like, that's like just... the one concession where they make it a little easier. It's like we have the <laughs> option to join squad sessions, and I could literally like, if we're in the same squad. Well, we don't even actually have to be like strictly in that one squad together because you can be in different Mm -hmm. squads but if i see you're online i'm like cool join kevin's squad boom i'm in your play session it's that easy but no 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 no. it's not as easy as that only if i join the squad uh, if i don't join the squad and i made my own online session i've had to have played with you recently for you to show up on my matchmaking list uh, which is because i literally i can't open up a menu option and go to a friend and be like joining their session because they're playing right now yeah it's the reverse I have to see, like, oh, you're online? Join my session. It's yeah. like, it's it's dumb. I don't... Like, yeah. it's just like, well, what are we doing? Why are we menu diving? There's fucking a billion menus. For all the things they get right, like, that is the one thing that just kind of holds it back a little bit. A little bit. Um, you have this sort of social hub on Astera. It's kind of like the base where you do all your research and all, like, the side characters are. It's where but you hug your pig, Poogie. You hug your little Poogie. Mine's the, the Poogie in the striped pajamas. Mine has a Freddy Krueger uh, sweater. Oh, it's real sick. Yeah, he's a good guy. But... So that's all in a completely separate area from the online social hub, which is on like the fourth floor. Yeah. And you have to go there. And then it's kind of like the Destiny 2 hub, Destiny 1 hub, where it's like you can see other players. I don't understand why that couldn't have been a thing the whole time. Have all of Astera be a sort of social hub. I... But. I don't understand some of the things. I feel like they're masking like mechanics or other things. Like maybe it's just can't do that in that hub area for certain reasons yeah i'm not sure what it is it's just a little goofy like it it should be a little more seamless just like destiny where it's like hey i went to the hub there's other people yeah like it's fine you know but otherwise though one of my favorite experiences i played thus far this year i am deeply impressed by how interesting and repeatable that game is yeah like i don't get too tired of it and especially hunting down like the elder dragons when you get to the higher level shit, mm-hmm. you do feel that ramp up of just like, man, I started from nothing. Yeah. Where fucking the great Jagoras from the first like level was smacking me around like yeah. a bitch, but now I can like kill him in like two minutes yeah. flat. Like I remember like <coughs> one of the first times I fight the great Jagoras, I saw it like fucking just devour creatures. Like, holy shit, it's gonna be so powerful now, it's gonna want me. And now I'm like literally like doing farm quests on it where it's like, cool, under three minutes I'm killing a great Jagoras. There's, there's <laughs> There's so much wonder to be had in that game where, like, the moments like that where it's like, oh, fuck, the Jaguars just swallowed another creature. Yeah. I've had a moment where I'm hunting down a creature that I considered, in my lower levels, the Anjanath, to mm-hmm. be fucking hellacious to yeah. fight. But I'm hunting him down, like, you know, acting like he's nothing. And suddenly, when you get to the, the high rank levels, this other fucking creature called the Beazle guy, so yeah. whatever the fuck picks this motherfucker up and just slams it just threw him, <laughs> threw him off of because like we were on an elevated plane just threw him off like he was not, like a joke and i just see on the screen in yellow like 2000 damage i'm like oh my god <laughs> you murdered him and then you gotta fight this asshole or run but from it, him but it's so cool like the moments that just pop up like you know especially in the environments you'll keep on finding things that you yeah. didn't think you would i mean because Every material you'll get is useful. Mm. Like, everything that you can grab, you should grab. Yeah. Like, that's how that game is. It's never one of those, like, I don't fucking need this. Oh, why is this in my inventory? No, it literally is like, I can craft nets from this? Yeah, which you can craft (laughs) traps with. Like, oh, I got ivy. What do I do ivy with? Oh, yeah, nets to traps. Boom. Like, everything you can find on the field, there's a use for picking it up. 
Right. It's a very easy game to get lost in, is the yeah. thing. And I, I, I give them kudos. And I have to wonder about why this one is successful. And, like, you know, I don't want to be, like, obvious with it where I'm just mm. like, well, you know, you put it on something that wasn't a children's console. Yeah. <laughs> like, mean, the yeah, last I, one I remember coming out was... 3DS. I might be wrong, yeah, but it was the 3DS one, and yeah. my coworker was super stoked about. It. I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool!" Like I've always wanted to get into him, and then I didn't. But I, yeah, it's on Xbox One, it's on PS4. Like it's highly accessible now. It's the reason why the numbers are fucking punching through the roof, right? And like, <laughs> I, for me, it's just like, isn't that obvious? You know, it it hasn't happened up until now. You know, yeah. I, I just and some people are like, oh no, no, Monster Hunter should be a bigger game. I'm just like, well, it's only on fucking handheld console to think. But like, when it comes down to it. A lot of people are going to use their primary shit, like their PS4, or their yeah. Xbox, you know? And, like, these Nintendo consoles, for you and me, at least, have become very ancillary. Where it's like, yeah, I love the experiences that Nintendo puts out and shit, but it's like, there's some games that I'm just not going to dive into on the 3DS. Monster Hunter was one of them. Sorry. Yeah. Put it on fucking PS4. I was like, oh, shit. This has got some stuff going for yeah. it. A lot. Too much, actually. Yeah. I've heard a lot of criticisms, though, that it is, even though for us it is the most accessible, like, people are like, oh, it holds your hand too much, and I'm like, eh. Maybe because I'm so new to the series that, like, I don't really always feel it. Like, there are a lot, there's a lot of vagueness to it. Like, Dave literally had to explain so much of the game to me, and I'm like, oh, okay. I can do this? What? Okay. Right. That- or, like, the radio wheel. It's like, um, instead of, like, flipping through on the d-pad through your inventory like an idiot you can preset things to a radial yep. well it's like cool shortcut boom i could take a potion on the fly you here. have four radials yeah it's a weird part of that game it's a little insane it's a little insane there's a lot of options there it yeah. almost feels like the game should have been on pc first but it's not so you know but with that there are a lot of little cool systems in play <laughs> uh, one of the things that that's interesting in combat is uh you have a weapon gauge where you have to basically monitor the sharpness of your weapon uh, yep. And if you keep going without stopping to like sharpen on a wet zone, it won't do any damage and it'll render it ineffective. So it's like little systems that you have to pay attention to along the way, which a lot make it interesting. A lot of the same like legacy Monster Hunter stuff. I'm pretty sure the sharpening thing is like old, mm-hmm. old shit. Like so, so that's the thing. It's it's hard to know like what's new, new. Yeah, because it's dynamic. all new to us. I I have heard that certain things have been streamlined, and like a lot of older fans are like upset because it's like, oh, it's made too casual now. I'm just like, good. Yeah. Good, get fucking work out those weird esoteric Japanese kinks of the game because that's what it is sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like uh, that doesn't fit well, or this UI doesn't make sense. For Capcom to actually buckle down and say like, let's try to make this more accessible, but still keep retain the essence of what the fuck Monster Hunter yeah. is. I think this game has done it more successfully than some other titles have. Where it's just like, no, it seems like a Monster Hunter from what I'm hearing. Generally, people are like, yeah. no, that's Monster Hunter. It's just a little easier in some capacity. Yeah. Or a little less obtuse. And I'm just like, that's not bad, man. No, it's not a bad thing. It's not bad. For being an elitist fuck. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like, like, that's not a bad thing that it, that it isn't just like fucking, you know, vague. Yeah. <laughs> like some of the older titles were. Civil. It's like almost like people be like, oh, if you put a little more instruction in the Dark Souls games, they'd be just dumb. They'd be stupid easy. And it's like, no, because the gameplay is still hard. Right. The <laughs> like, game's still hard. The game is still difficult. Like, Monster Hunter would still knock your ass yeah. into the ground. Like, I don't know how many fucking Diabolises we've, we have faced. A lot. I'm currently and sitting every time at, is dumb. at level 49, and I think I've probably hunted over 300 monsters at this point. Because I'm doing tracking for, like, the 500 monster trophy, and it's like, yeah, I've fought a lot of fuckers. A lot of the same fuckers, <laughs> over and over. 
Uh, but no two fights are the same, really, you know? No. And each one is as interesting as the next, because, like, say I do one by myself, cool, I might run into a Diablos that finds a Black Diablos, or that gets bombed on by a Basil guys, or maybe it's just doing its own they thing. They always get bombed on by a fucking Basil well, guys, so everything gets bombed on. I'm in the menus and I get bombed on. <laughs> you're like, you're trying to fucking do something. I'm in the bathroom, I get bombed on by a Basil guys. <laughs> a Basil just fucking takes You hear the out. fucking trumpets and you just fucking <laughs> see that, that overcast shadow. It's... That game is, it's it's divided into sections, I think. Like, there's a first, third, where you fight, like, low-rank stuff. And yeah. it's, like, halfway through, like, the Zora Magdalus storyline. And then you get into the high-rank stuff, where it's, like, you have to start crafting high-rank gear to be able to be effective. And then you get tempered monsters, which is kind of, like, the third and, like, latter, longer half of the game that I'm kind of sitting in right now. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, it's cool. It's challenging. Um, it's, it's getting kind of a slog where I'm at right now. But that's only because I'm just fighting the same things over and over yeah especially <laughs> when you're trying to grind out for like very specific high level that's what i'm doing. just like yeah. okay cool i gotta fight this elder dragon four times because my next fight is a level 49 high rank or no it's a tempered kieran and i have to have a certain level hammer the for unicorn it thing yeah and he's tempered tempered Ugh. yeah gross it's it's a bitch uh, and I had a high rank one that fucking popped up after that, so I was like, I'm gonna do that instead. But even still, I need a more powerful hammer. So, uh. and that's that's one of those games where it's like Destiny got close to this feeling, but I only ever got close to this feeling like when we we're doing the raids, where it's like when everyone on your team is on point, mm-hmm. it feels like science. It feels great. Like in Monster Hunter, when all four of your squad is like knows what the fuck to do, when yeah. the fuck to do it, and how to do it, and you're not like bashing swords and like hitting each other, right? That kind of fucks up. When the you're not being goofy asses with each other, it yeah. just it feels so good to, to like just destroy yeah. a creature to have like, like one dude like jump on a monster's back and bring it down, and then another dude lay down a trap, and then you come in with a charge right. attack. It's like it's just all gratifying. Like I don't know, I haven't felt that sense of gratification in a while, mm, and it's cool. It's it's some good shit. I'm glad that it it made that plunge. I know that some fan elitists would be like, "Oh fuck, oh, Monster yeah. Hunter World's not like a real Monster." I don't know, dude. It seems like the realest. It monster seems Hunter. pretty real. Yeah, and a lot of these are reoccurring monsters apparently from older games, and I hear all yeah. the monsters that are supposed to come out down the line are all free DLC. So just fuck all yeah. free monsters that they're dumping in. It's like cool. Fuck uh, it. yeah. From what I saw, uh, the last I think it was Monster Hunter Freedom or Four Freedom, whatever which one that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a long tail on it. They had a lot of fucking support for that game. So I'm hoping they do the same thing. So far, they've been showing it with the events where you can like yeah. grab Aloy's costume. That was a really Horizon, cool like crossover, right? Or the Street Fighter shit where mm-hmm. you had to have a save file on there. Fuck you guys. I yeah. used to have a save file. <laughs> I had one too for whatever it was. I worth. guess I deleted it. <laughs> Ugh. I wanted that Ryu costume. But I like that it doesn't, like, harp on the event so much. Like, Destiny, I feel like it really did push that, like, every day. It's like, cool, mm. you have to do all this stuff. It's like, cool, I could do that stuff, or I can do something completely different, and I can still have a cool, full, meaty gameplay experience. Because there are investigations, you can do optional quests, events, like, or you can just help your friends through the story. Like, I like I like the way it moves. Yeah. I like the way it gives you options. I like the way it, it, it gives you those quests. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, let me take on these bite-sized increments that are just together become a bigger whole Mm -hmm. rather than making me like play through a campaign mission again yeah i think that's where this has had more longevity for like a sort of game like that for me versus destiny because like i feel like after a while i was like i don't really want to keep playing through story things no whereas like this game doesn't make you do it like you hop in after your friend's done with cutscenes boom you're just fighting a monster at that point (laughs) <laughs> right, right. And I think that's like a, a lesson both Destiny and Division need to kind of like look at where it's like, you know that shit gets trying after a while. It does. Capcom knew this would be like, this is a campaign. 
And when it's done, these assigned quests, you can yeah. you know you can do whatever the fuck you want. In fact, during the campaign, you can do whatever the fuck you want by taking on optional shit yeah. and investigations. Let us have that freedom. Let us have that monster hunter freedom. Yeah. Dog. I want the world at my fucking fingertips, bro. And they gave it, it to me. It's all it takes. The whole world. So any standout experiences or monster fights in particular that like really like stick with you to this day? I don't know if it's much of a spoiler. Um, because it is essentially the last Elder Dragon you do fight in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Zilla... Xena Jiva. Uh, uh, I think... Megilla Gorilla. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I think the game does this weird misdirect where they th- they make you think that there's just gonna be this one final boss. Right. And it's the Zora Magulus. And it's one of the worst executed fights that you ever have to do. They make you do it twice. It's dumb. And they bring it back in as an event. Another thing, it's like... it's I'm like, not... the boss is a level. And it's like, okay. The boss is a whole level. You have to navigate and we have to trap it. You're not really gonna kill it. We're just moving it. We're, we're just we're like redirecting its I'm path. I'm just beating up rocks. And I was like, is this the final boss? But then you you break through this gate and then there's this whole like path of like elder dragons you have to fight through that are infinitely more interesting and like the difficulty gets ramped up until this Xena Jiva fight where it actually feels like a really cool final boss fight. It is cool because he is gigantic. Yeah. He is glowing as fuck. He has killer laser moves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was fun to fight. That's the thing that I, I appreciated, where it wasn't just grueling to fight him. Like, he does have a huge health pool. He does. But, but I took that some bitch on by myself. Yeah. And you got three lives to get Up that to shit 50 done. 50 minutes. I died twice, and I had five minutes left on the clock. And oh, I yeah. killed that motherfucker. Wow. Killed him in front of his children. It was weird. I remember... I was... kids were crying. Daniel. His little Xenogivets? His little Xeno Xenogiblets. <laughs> they were crying. I think I was doing it on stream because I got back into streaming like a week or two ago. Oh, weird. And uh, I was talking to this you're dude. You're a streamer girl now, huh? I'm a streamer girl. Um, I was talking to this dude in my chat about it. He's like, yeah, I think you're on the final boss. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, this next thing is the final boss. I was like, all right, cool. I'll keep going. Like, And I threw up an SOS because I was like, oh, whatever. It'll make it easier. But somebody didn't jump in until like the last 10 minutes and they ended up dying on me. And I'm like, motherfucker. Motherfucker. Like I literally could have killed this guy by myself, but then you jump in like at the last point and God just damn die. Sabotage. It was so stupid. The dude in my chat, my chat was just like all caps, LOL. And I'm like, dude, that sucks so hard. <laughs> uh, but, no, that's for sure. That's one of the standout that moments. It's a good game. It's a, a great cool game. Murder moments. I, I think I would give it a, a save room great. I would give it a save room great. Just for replayability, it's so high. To say that, like, I've put 150 hours in a game, and I'll probably put 150 more. Because I'm, I'm really, I'm chugging for the Platinum. The, giant, is, oh, that's the Platinum... A, that's the longest Platinum I ever saw. The Platinum's dumb at points, because yeah. some of it's up to random chance. Oh, dude, some of the items that you have to get have, like, an 8% drop rate? Yep. Like, fuck. Fucking hell, man. Well... That, that's fine like for that that to happen like that's gonna happen at some point but not, no, the, no, no, no. the not, i'm talking about the crowns like the, the giant crowns and the oh, miniature crowns right, like right, the randomization right. of that so like you have miniature crown trophies where it's like you have to fight the smallest sort of that monster and i think there are over 30 monsters yep um you get one for doing one one for doing 10 and one for doing almost all of them and it's like it, you're not even gonna know when you're fighting the smallest monster nope Although, up until recently, I hadn't noticed it, but then there was one part where I was like, is that Legiana bigger than one I've seen before? And it was the largest one i ever seen. I was like, holy shit. And I started noticing like the different scales and sizes of the monsters. But those ones in particular, since they are a little randomized, like it's going to take a while. But 
I don't think Capcom meant us to do this platinum in a month. I think like they really did want us to have a long tail with it. Well, they're fucking wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna do it in a week. Suck a dick, Capcom. <laughs> Suck a fucking dick. Suck a fucking dick. I beat your game twice. Like I got, I got maxed out achievos and I got maxed out trophies. What you got? Holy shit! What you got, Cap? That's insane. Give me Monster Hunter World Two Freedom. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I'm ready for it. I think somebody asked uh, Greg Miller if he was gonna. If he had it on Xbox or if he was going to get it on Xbox, he's like, huh, I already have it on PS4. Nobody's got time for it on both. Because like, it is such a time suck. And yeah, like, oh, yeah. To that, simultaneously do both, fuck Game's no. fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. But it's a good game. Fucking play Recommend it. it. It's I honestly think... the only game we've played from this year. That... Uh, yes, you're correct. Um, next one I'm pretty hyped on is God of War, though. I think it's going to be pretty stupid. Um, I'm going to pick up Far Cry 5. Oh, shit. Yep. I already pre-ordered it. Did you really? Just felt like being nice at the GameStop. The old, <laughs> old man looked like he was on his last uh, performance notice. So, oh shit! Yeah, you just didn't want to get yelled at when you went in there like day of, like looking for a game. Like, did you pre-order it, dude? His whole mood changed because I fucking uh, <laughs> I renewed my subscription card. Oh shit! And then then I was like, oh, one more thing, sir. You He's kept like, him afloat for the next month. Yeah, I did. His performance <laughs> metrics are gonna be through the roof. I was like, one more one more thing, sir. I'd like to pre-order the. The Fall Cry of the Fiveth. And he was like, oh, of course. And his whole fucking... <laughs> he actually treated you like a person. Yeah, yeah. Because before that, most of the time, he was like, hey, how you doing? Like, he's like this old... He looks like a I've trucker. Seen I've yeah, seen the trucker yeah. at the GameStop. Is it the, it's the one at the Outlet Collection, right? Right, right. Yeah. For the oh, fucking handlebar very situation. Very dour otherwise. Very dour, motherfucker. Yeah. The moment I pre-ordered, he was like, oh, golly. <laughs> Gee willikers. Let me talk to you about that Far Cry. I really like that stuff, huh? And I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. Uh, series i guess when does that come out uh 27th of march oh that's this month fuck that is this month okay i'll uh, i'll see you play it first yeah yeah you will. i think i'm if i'm gonna get a game before god of war it'll probably be the shadow of the colossus remaster i hear good things about that apparently yeah. blue point is uh working on another fucking remaster game nobody knows what it is i mean if it's gonna be another team eco one it's probably gonna be Ego. ego but like i don't know what other they just remaster last guardian and make it into a fucking playable game that would be nice no if they did that and then they changed the controllers and some of the mechanics yeah it would work because what was your biggest problem with those games in the first place the controllers uh, controls are garbage and the mechanics yeah absolute garbage and they changed it with this one or at least made it so you can customize it and people uh, are like oh it's good yeah. now yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so i mean last guardian was bad yeah you don't no like matter game what i i died on that step and i will i'll defend that game i don't know <laughs> i like it do you still have it yeah it's still in there wow i'm impressed yeah all right well i think that we fucking we we put this uh egg to bed yeah <laughs> no i'm gonna go steal it like it's a wyvern egg and fucking oh shit back to my don't research do that shame. dude yeah man i gotta get all the research points yo they'll fucking come <laughs> after you it's a kula laku <laughs> it's a kula fucking come at you and fucking kick you that's why they call him kula laku he's here to kick you god damn it <laughs> Well, this has been great, it's guys. Been tight, yeah, I, I guess this is what episodes are like still. Uh, yeah, not much has changed. We'll probably have another one out by tomorrow. So, no, 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 no. Go ahead. That's, okay, okay. Yeah, that's well, fine. Well, I've been Kevin. I've been Daniel. I gotta pee real bad, so I'm gonna start walking away. I'm so. gonna do this thing. <laughs>